What's happening, weirdos? Uh, this doesn't happen often. We recorded this episode today, just a couple hours ago. This is the hilarious Chris Fleming. You may have heard uh, Chris on the live You Made It Weird that we did a couple weeks ago. I've known him for years. He's incredible. He's dynamic. He's silly. As I always say, we were due for a silly one. This is definitely, definitely a silly one. And uh, Chris did not disappoint. He was such a treat. Um, a couple things I want to plug up top. One thing that I'm only plugging on the podcast is a super secret limited edition vinyl of me doing stand-up uh, that I wanted to release because it's hard to do something kind of small and special. Um, I had a really, really fun set at Largo, and Largo records all their sets, so we were like, let's put this on a vinyl, and we'll give all the proceeds to a wonderful charity called The Littlest Tumor, or rather, it's a foundation called The Littlest Tumor, so uh, it's not for profit, it's not about that, it's about giving you guys something uh, fun and special and unique and rare. Um, because everything is is just sort of fire hose released into the public. So I wanted to put out a stand-up uh, record that is a set in progress with a lot of riffing, uh, a lot of stuff that I'll probably never do again. You can hear stuff that's in progress that's for the new hour, and you'll hear stuff that'll probably never be as good as it is while I'm working it out, because by the time you do it for a special, sometimes it dries out a little bit. So I wanted to, to see what it's like when it's raw and it's real, and it's called Pete Holmes' Living at Largo. You can get that as well as my other vinyls at 800poundgorillarecords.com. That's 800poundgorillarecords.com slash Pete Holmes, and you'll see them both on there. So check that out. We only printed 500 of them, so as long as they last, who knows, it could be yours, but <laughs> I don't know if there's urgency. I really don't know how they're selling. But if you want one, uh, go to that website and see what else is there. I'm also going to be at Largo uh, with one special guest on September 26th, maybe my favorite comedian in the world, certainly one of them, just me and him doing a uh, two long sets. I think they said I can say it. it's it's Bill Burr. So me and Bill. I can say it on the podcast, but I think I can't tweet it. Me and Bill Burr are going to be doing uh, long sets, just he and I, and then maybe something together on September 26th at Largo. And then I'll be doing my usual show on October 11th. Uh, we're packing that one with some amazing guests as well. So go to Largo-LA.com if you are going to be in LA and you would like tickets. Those are always the highlight of my month. Um, so, so fun. So, so fun. So please come check it out. Uh, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I don't do traditional ads. I only promote things that I actually use and love and have made my life better for real, for real. One of them right here is Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain is a nootropic. It is shown to help support memory and focus. It is clinically studied. It is made from earth-grown ingredients that help you with uh, your communication, with your recall, with your concentration, as I already said, with your focus. Anytime I'm doing something that <laughs> utilizes my brain, meaning this podcast, I took uh, two Alpha Brain 15 minutes before Chris came over. If I'm writing a script, if I'm doing stand-up, or as I always say, if I'm just going out with Val or, or I'm feeling a little sluggish in a way that like coffee or any of these things just don't really address, uh, Alpha Brain is not a stimulant. It doesn't get your blood pumping and pep you up in the way that caffeine does. It is nutrition for your brain that your brain eats. It's like fish food for your ideas that help you think 
optimally. And I swear by it. For the past four or five years, uh, not a day has gone by that I haven't taken Alpha Brain. And I always have it in my pocket. You know that little pocket that you have above your pocket on your jeans? There's always a couple Alpha Brain in there because I seriously panic when I don't have it. I wish I had it in school. I'm so glad I have it now. And I want you to try it. And if you try it or any of the other Onnit, wonderful Onnit products that you'll see on this landing page, you'll not only be getting something that I love uh, and hopefully making your life better, but you'll be showing your support of this show. So go to onnit.com slash weird and you'll get 10% off your order. The other, which is right next to it, can you hear that? That is my Charlotte's Web hemp oil. It is a CBD oil. You hear hemp and you think marijuana. Uh, obviously, I say this every week, but they use science, science, to remove the THC. THC is what gets you stoned, what gets you high, what gets you intoxicated. They take that out and they leave the body and brain beneficial CBD. CBD, it's kind of hard to describe what it does for you. Uh, it's almost subperceptual, especially at the, the levels that I take it. But it helps me smile a little bit easier, helps me relax and ease into what I'm doing, flow with what I'm doing. It is a great mood elevator for me. It is a great anxiety reducer for me. I swear by it when I travel. I swear by it when I'm working. If I Sometimes I'll sit down to write and I'm just a little too antsy. I'm a little too unfocused. I take some of my Charlotte's Web and I ease and I flow into what it is that I'm doing. As an added bonus, it, it helps me smile and laugh a little bit easier, which I'm all about things, nutrition, food, and supplements that help me lean into the positive feelings in my life. And Charlotte's Web is definitely one of those things. Especially in LA, I see CBD oil everywhere. You can get it in your coffee in my neighborhood. Um, But the great thing about the Stanley Brothers, that's who make Charlotte's Web, they made it for medical reasons, for medical purposes. It was made for a young girl named Charlotte to help her with a condition um, and it is the only hemp that I have found that has grown in Colorado. So it's grown in America and it has grown for human consumption. So it's not, you know, shipped from overseas through this place to avoid this sort of inspection, blah, blah, blah. And it's not some random hemp that was going to be a pair of shoes or go in your body. This was made to go into human bodies uh, for health reasons. So I love it. The best way to get into it is to try it. And like I said for the other one, if you try it, not only will you hopefully make your life a little bit better, but you'll be showing your support of this show. So go to cwhemp.com slash weird and use promo code KEEPITCRISPY19 and you'll get 10% off and show your support. Uh, the type that I call is, uh, that I like is Original Formula um, and I get the mint chocolate flavor because it is Tasty. The third, speaking of tasty, is cachava. I had cachava for lunch today. My whole life, I've been looking for an easy way to eat healthy, quick, and fast. I think we all have the meal in a pill sort of fantasy of the future. Cachava is as close as I've come. It's a smoothie that you throw. It's a superfood drink mix you throw in with just water into a shake bottle. Shake it up. Drink it. Not only does it give you what you need, but it keeps you full for hours and gives you such a nutrition superfood overload that it makes you feel amazing. Like the Charlotte's Web and like the Alpha Brain, this is another mood-elevating thing for me. It's got raw cacao in it. It's got maca root in there, which is wonderful for performance and for energy. It's 100% plant-based. You get your omega-3s. Everybody's talking about omega-3s. I don't like to get my omega-3s from an anonymous barrel of discarded trout that they press and oil juices out. I think that's disgusting. Get it from plants. 
Get it from plants. Chia seed, flax seed, boom, in cachava already. Eight super fruits are in there. 17 greens and veggies. Really hard for me when I'm traveling to eat greens and veggies. It's in the cachava. It's gluten-free, soy-free. There's no artificial sweeteners or preservatives. But it's sweet and delicious and creamy because they put in coconut milk, powdered coconut milk, and they put in coconut nectar, which is a low glycemic but delicious sweetener and just enough uh, to make it actually taste good. It's got adaptogens in there, 24 grams of plant-based protein, 9 grams of fiber. But the thing is, not only does it keep you full, a lot of people take it for weight loss or for a meal replacement, but it makes you feel amazing and it's actually delicious. As I always say, Val does not like the weird concoctions I make in my in the kitchen, but she does like cachava. If you're nasty, put in some almond milk, put in some frozen, frozen strawberries, tastes like chocolate ice cream. It's unbelievable. And you can get 20% off if you go to cachava, K-A-C-H-A-V-A, cachava.com slash weird. You'll automatically get 20% off your order and show your support of this show. That's it, guys. I think you're going to really, really enjoy my chat with Chris Fleming. I know I did. And keep an eye out. Any day now, I'm going to be announcing my tour, the Silly, Silly Fun Boy tour, the stand-up tour. So those dates will be on PeteHolmes.com soon. So if you're listening to this after it came out, maybe they're up now and hope to see you on the road. In the meantime, enjoy my chat with the hilarious Chris Fleming. Get into it. What are you, what, what are you worried about? <laughs> Feng Shui! <laughs> Feng? Feng? Feng Shui? Put that, yeah, put it where you can get it, though, Chris. Chris? Chris? I want to have to work for it. (laughs) You want to earn it? I want to earn the treat. Chris? Auntie needs to earn the treat. Auntie needs to earn the treats. Oh, my God. I thought that was a bet. Let me go ahead, and then you put on the most ridiculous glasses. <laughs> I like to do very visual things for these podcasts. Oh, my God. You are already the most fun. Is it okay to begin? I, I, are you I'm those? sitting here with Chris Flynn. I'm you, just kidding. There's no beginning. No, we no, do I, start recording. I love when... I'm sitting here with uh, the extraordinary local from Stowe, <laughs> Massachusetts. Uh, Chris, I'm reading your Wikipedia page on the air. Listen, it says here you have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Tell me, is that, is, is that like TV? Is that like TV or are you trying to get into the big? Well, Pete. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, because like Mark Maron like Mike's his driveway, you know? <laughs> Hey, buddy. We good. And then, like, you never know when you've when yeah. it's begun. Sometimes, like, what if it started on the ride over? That would be a well. That would be, let me. Okay, you know how they say flight versus invis- invisibility. You know that question. Fight or flight? Nope. <laughs> and it's flight, flight or freeze. There's a third option. Get woke. Oh, freeze! You got to freeze. Oh, we got to. We brought in the freezies. Wow. Like that. When was, did that get to 2014? I. You forget that I uh, maybe you forget I put it on you. You, Chris, con- you, you constantly forgot. forget. <laughs> no, I went to an I went to a school that uh, uh, equipped me to know understand your sense of humor through the roof. Meaning, yep. I feel like we would have not as a joke been sensitive to the idea that fight or flight didn't cover everybody, and that some, <laughs> and that some people freeze. Yeah, and there would have armadillos. Been like, it would have been like a thing, like a, a humorless. I went to Cambridge Friends School. It's an ex- extremely, extremely liberal Cambridge Friends Quaker school. grade school, K through eight, oh. where we celebrated Kwanzaa before all y'all yep. motherfuckers yeah. knew. Yeah. Like when yep. the Kwanzaa joke started in the nineties, I was like, 
I've celebrated Kwanzaa. <laughs> like, right. I know what Kwanzaa is. I know Hanukkah songs. Yeah. I know Inuit songs. <laughs> I Somebody uh, What's gave your us, favorite Inuit number? The sky's round belly is clear without clouds. Yeah. And it's it's almost over. And it's cold and I'm shivering. <laughs> I, I... Wait, is it really I'm cold and I'm shivering? Yeah. Oh, and our it's so on the nose. Our music teacher Rami, R A M I. Because anyone's it's an Eskimo tribe, right? Mm-hmm. No, I think you just said the e word, brother. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not that. I, this isn't that show, first of all. And yes, it's Eskimo. You can still say. But I like how you threw brother in there. <laughs> Brother, I'm telling you, you got my silly juice <laughs> jacked. Yeah, and you that said is... the e word, brother. <laughs> I think you just said the you, e word, brother. You grew the Hulk Hogan. My pubes I, are the Hulk Hogan because there is something very. Whenever people start calling each other brother, that always that oh, always seems like that, uh, that always seems like it's about to get frightening. I've always wanted. I know I'm a little bit off mic. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking off my jacket. I watch your stand-up special. I love because whenever you take a jacket off on stage, no matter what your body looks like, mine looks like homemade Play-Doh. Remember when your mom was like, it's just as good. There's a recipe. And no, no. no, I'm going to put no. it on you. Remember when your mom did that? Yeah, okay. And you put food coloring in just like cookie dough or bread dough. It wasn't as good. That's what my body looks like, though. It looks, looks like homemade Play-Doh. Still, I've been, I've been collecting a little bit on the sides. What do you mean? On the coast. Little chubs? On the coast. Little chubs? San Diego and Tampa. Are you one of those really skinny guys that's like like Neil Brennan that's like, I'm fat, I'm fat, it's here, I'm fat. No, I, I, it's just I was always <laughs> expecting it to be here. Oh. And so I wasn't paying attention. And it snuck so up on you. It's been collecting, and I've been getting a slightly a little bit wider. I love it. Yeah. Sorry, as you were saying, you were about to comment on my t- on my on me removing my jacket. Well, you had. I always wondered what the funny thing to say in that moment is. And do you remember what you say in your Facebook Live special, Chris <laughs> no, Fleming Show no, Pig? No. You say I will not be objectified. Thank <laughs> no. you. And you <laughs> scream it. Yeah. And I'm like, Cause that's it, the funniest thing to say. Because there's some like nice like. Woo! Yeah, and then I, I I stomped on it, which is funny because like it's it's embarrassing to admit this, but I'm always kind of like, hey, I got a few woos. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know. think anyone means it, but I take it as a courtesy, like someone holding a door for me. Yeah, yeah. No I one. I never. I always hate when people cheer, and so Just I in general, or if they laugh too loud, I've I I, I will say, oh. I, but I, I've tried to stop myself from doing that because the. the the goal is to hit those decibels. You'll tell them to stop. I'll get like, like well, you're a wooey guy. You you remind <laughs> me of like, uh, and this is a great compliment. I think. Yeah, I'm telling you, my compliments. Great, Chris, get ready. <laughs> Pucker up the butthole. I meant your butthole. Oh, okay. Like, like you know, like turbulence yeah. on a plane. Get ready for yeah. a real. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's certain fan bases that like love the person, and I <laughs> think that's really what you want. I, like Dimitri Martin is really. I, I've said there's a million on the podcast, but when I, when I saw him perform live, I was like, oh, these people are just like with him. I think he's a genius and, and incredible, and I love him. Totally. And I was like, oh, his fans are like, ah! <laughs> they're like, yeah. Yeah, they're on. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're on. Yeah. Yeah. They're in. But, but, then, but then what makes me worried is that the people, like, the, there's for all the all the people who are f- losing their minds there's always like one boyfriend in the audience having the Dude. worst time. And so that there was one time of, 
a boy got a boyfriend got separated from his it was his girlfriend's birthday <laughs> and she was ha- she had like a group with her and they were all wearing party hats and he got separated and he was in the front row center oh, no. at the show just oh. having the worst time oh my god yeah and so like I'm always kind of aware of like the the people who are not the plus one completely on board yet and so when everyone's like ah! yeah but your stuff it's funny like you have a lot of material <laughs> I'm telling you, watch some Chris Fleming videos, Katie. You got to. It will just, it just makes you feel silly. It reminds you, let me know if you agree with this, that silliness is always there. I find Mm. being like clever is exhausting. Oh, totally. And being like smart is, ugh. But silly is pretty easy. Like, put your glasses on wrong. Just do it. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Being around clever people is the most exhausting thing. Because it feels like hanging keep... out with Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> they just keep showing you what they collected. Ah, yeah. yeah. I thought of this. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you looked at it this much. way? It's like, uh, but you getting on all uh, on all fours talking about meeting someone's boyfriend who's like, you know, humans were never meant to stand on TV. And I'm just like, ah, this is like a glimpse into how Valerie and I are. We're always singing. We're always playing. Yeah. Yeah. I said to her last night, I was like, you get the real me. Everyone else gets this weird impression I'm doing of myself. Oh, God, <laughs> right. Right. Do you feel that way? With You've been with the same person for a long time, right? Yeah. I remember that from your live Ten years. Yeah. Ten yeah. Years. When we were t- last time we were speaking, I had the hot breath of Jeff Ross on my <laughs> neck. Buddy, if there's ever been like a more like, I hope this goes well pairing. Yeah. That yeah. my friend Chris Fleming, yeah. we don't know each other that well, but I love you. We have, I, I just, I, every time I see you, I love you. And We've known each other for a long time. We have, that's, yeah. and we're from the same area. Yes, yes. And we're in that scene. Yes. And you come up, and then Jeff, and I was so glad I would say this if Jeff was there. Jeff was not booked on the show, he's in the crowd. Yeah. And there's like, like, right, like, 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 like a gator. Like a gator. Like a gator. Or a Dilla. Like in the crowd, like a caiman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know what a caiman is. It's like an like, island? It's a thin alligator. Oh, my. And you always see its eyes just... Like a caiman. Yeah, because he has that, that toothless grin. You... I mean, his teeth underneath the grin. I understand. <laughs> You're right. He shows the gums. <laughs> Show him the gums, Jeffy. That's what his toady says. His, like, sidekick. Surprisingly very sweet person. All the meanies are sweeties. Right, right. Or they it's, it's how they find balance, I think. Right, you can't sustain that. You can't go around knock like roasting trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> what are you telling me I gotta put recycling in you? Yeah. You're a bin. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. You're aluminum. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Look at this guy. What is it? Streets of Rage two over here with the <laughs> aluminum trash can? Yeah. What do I push A to pick this up over my head? Yeah, yeah. Not a bad riff. What is this? Vin Diesel? A tired Vin Diesel? I'm out of here. God. It looks like R2-D2. Did you say something I couldn't Chode. say? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go like a disability or something. Like that. His voice is more, it's kind of more like here. Is it? In my, in conceptually. Yeah. When I think of the Comedy Cellar comics table, I have this, almost, I see it almost like, like the Star Wars cantina, just these like, these like heaps, just like. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Because I'm older than Feasting you, I on living I was, creatures. I was good. <laughs> <laughs> There's Artie just putting a frog in his mouth. All, all talking over each other. 
I don't think yeah. you. I've, I just laughed like at a concert for pianos, like the way that like a very rich man in a tuxedo would be like, oh, 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 oh. but you, yeah. that was a hundred percent real, and it felt so good. <laughs> like it was in there, and I, I don't know if I've laughed like that. Ever. I wanted to, I wanted to get in touch with Jim Henson Studios and try to have them because they were. Uh, let's make uh, make that. At, there was something I saw that was like the Comedy Cellar live, yeah, and it was just the com. I mean, that, that well, don't seems, they have live at the Comedy Cellar? It's such show? a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my, it's my true. It's a day. Yeah. It's a daymare. It's your daymare. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I when what I started to say was it used to be way worse. When I go there in that way, if that's bad, it used to be worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like now I go and it's Josh Gondelman. <laughs> like and it's yeah, I'm saying that in right. a good way. No, 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 totally. But he's oh, the opposite. I was like, of that. Chris, that's what I'm saying. No, Josh no, no, no. Totally. would not have been there. He would have walked in, and someone would have been like, Josh. "What do you want the way to the MGMT?" Yeah. Except they call it management. Yeah. What do you want your way to a management concert? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you, you see, the way that we can yeah. make fun of the seller guys didn't used to exist. They used to be right. They would be like, right. "What do you got at a website?" <laughs> and they were right. Like you were embarrassed that. You had a website, and then they ate a live toad. <laughs> yeah, that that went. What is yeah. it? .org? Yeah, drink it out of a trough. Yes, a, a trough of of thick sludge. That's <laughs> what I was. Yes. <laughs> 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 who's next? Esty, who's next? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are yeah. so funny. <laughs> what was what was your scene? And they this... generate pizza slices. <laughs> Out of what? Uh, they bud them. <laughs> they bud them <laughs> like little flowers. <laughs> and it hurts them. <laughs> and the like Wolverine every ah! time. Ah! But oh, that one had Roni. That's how they contribute to their to their community. That is so funny. <laughs> it's sustainable. It is truly sustainable. <laughs> and then they all fight for for the slice that's been freshly birthed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, this is so funny. Also, Josh Josh Gondelman is um, the best person. He's so suspiciously nice. I feel like he must have done a hit and run in two thousand three or something. Oh my god, you think he Brad wrecked? That's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to be funny. There's a well known case that the sweetest man in the world. Oh yeah, with on vacation. Yeah, I'm not. Maybe I feel bad for bringing it up. That's the hearing the verb Matthew Broderick. I mean, I was thinking Ferris Bueller when I laughed, and now I'm thinking of the grisly reality of it. <laughs> I know there's a lot of there's a lot of sad things like that. God, it's very sad. I don't know the story. I want to go on the record and say I don't know the story. I know that there was a car accident. I wonder if everyone involved with Ferris Bueller now has a dark, <laughs> a dark occasion. Oh my God, Jennifer Gray. What happened to the principal? The principal was a pedophile. This no, is, no. This is sad. Was he? Hey, Katie, turn the recorders <laughs> off. I'm just kidding. Wow, Ferris, we went from... Ferris oh, Bueller's oh, a curse. Ah, ah, ah. Bueller's curse. Yeah, it's like Poltergeist too. Oh, my God. They've got a very... Is that why Broderick just does plays now? No, Broderick's done fine. Yeah, I, you're right. I mean, like, I, it's so weird because I really do feel bad. One of those is he married to Wendy feel, Williams? He's married to Sarah Jessica Parker. You're right, but you feel bad for everyone involved because you know he's a great guy, and something bad happened, and and I don't even like that I'm giving it no attention. But it's good that we're we're getting grounded. Yeah, we're going back to reality. 
Some, we were doing. Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta trebuchet the hot, the hot air balloon out of the sky. Oh my god! With my verb joke, <laughs> I was hoping it would go like this, he <laughs> Broderick, and then like we just move on. And instead, we're like, Wait. well, you know, when you laugh at this the sheer this the sound of something, you're like, yeah. oh shit. If I was like he Vin Diesel, you'd be like, oh, and then I'm like, yeah, Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Killed a guy on a Vespa. People very seldom ask questions about what you mean by something. He thought it was a movie. Yeah. That's the second part of the The other joke that you did that I love was you go on stage, who's drinking? Are we dating? Are we dating? (laughs) (laughs) You say, are we we dating? Are we dating? Are we drinking? Are Are we we dating? dating? Are we we dating? (laughs) Now we're back. We took a weird detour into the into the reality zone, but now we can go Thank back. Thank you for to watching that, though. I appreciate that. I loved it. I so loved it. It was Facebook Live, FBL. Yeah, it went live, and um, I don't care for that. No, this was before Facebook was a crumbling dynasty. This was like 2017. Oh, I just didn't care that it had to be aired live because what if you wanted to do a joke again or something? And now it's a yeah. crumbling dynasty, is it? Because this is sponsored by um, Mark by Zuckerberg specifically. <laughs> he gives me, he doesn't even give me money. He gives, gives you flip flops. Flip flop. <laughs> you are a detailosaurus. <laughs> That's what you are. After I watched your videos, I started unpacking this um, fucking box I got of my weird, like, smoothie superfoods, my cachava, which is one of the sponsors of the show. You do and have I, smoothie eyes. You got the sharp eyes that are, uh, are fed by... Uh, yeah, like superfood nutrients. Yeah, yeah. It's, I appreciate that. I was yeah. ready for a, a bit, but we're not at the... No! <laughs> we're at the nice table. We're at, like, what is the vegan restaurant on Mass Ave that I always go Veggie to? Veggie Galaxy? No. There's um, one that... It's called like real food. It's not real food daily, but it's something like that. Not a lot of vegan restaurants in Boston. Life Alive? Life Alive. Oh, yeah. Every time I go, I'm in oh. a Chris Fleming bit, oh, and I go god. to Life Alive. Oh, my God. But what I'm saying is I'm sort of who you're making fun of, and as I'm opening the box, you know, in the, in the way that you're sort of who you're making fun of. Completely. But it helps me laugh at myself. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. I had another product called Herb Bomb that yeah. I took out of the box, and I was like, Herb Bomb? <laughs> who have I B-A-L-M or B-O-M-B? B-O-M-B. They're trying Whoa. to be fun. They're like, you want a yeah. bomb of herb? Oh god! I hate when advertising people. I hate when they when like the way that they're very like um, how casual they are now and and like the like we know you don't give a fuck and it's like oh okay. I see what you're saying like when they're like when they like, like Cheetos extra bitch yeah, all the sauce <laughs> and it's like oh, oh you know what I think is funny ultra orthodox it's the only type of judaism that employs mountain dew language <laughs> ultra orthodox ultra orthodox that could be a bit i've said it before yeah i want to be honest not on stage but maybe i should do it on stage what's your vote? i was thinking of a um you know on the way over here the um it's too it's way wait, too wait, let me get this oh yeah asmr oh Ooh, that was my. That was an O'Doul's. <laughs> you said O'Doul's in your act, but your stand-up teacher. Yeah, was he really? But I got the feeling he was really checking O'Doul's. It was Eddie Brill. <laughs> it was Eddie. <laughs> Take the mic out of the stand in the first fifteen, or you're dead. If you don't take the microphone out of the stand in the first one second, 
You're toast. Dick Doherty will never <laughs> you on his That vault stage. will remain locked to you. The Dick Doherty comedy And he was wearing vault. two leather jackets, two triple XL leather jackets. I'm sorry. I think I'm going to forget this question I've, I don't ask you. Did you feel like coming up in Boston, growing up in Boston, as I did, you'd hear about like the fucking... Uh, what was it? The Ding Ho. You'd hear about yeah. Dick Doherty's yeah. Comedy Vault. Yeah. And I was just like, comedy is not for me. Like, I'm, I don't have a leather jacket. That's I don't how I felt have... on every showcase show. Yeah. Right? It's a terrible... It's showcase... I still feel that way on showcase shows. Dude, I want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I do shows all the time, and I go like, I don't think... I've been doing comedy for 20 years, and I go yeah. like, I don't think I'm what what they no. need. No, I... I, I... <laughs> If you see, because like, I st- I grew up going like you got to go to Route One, you go to Dick <laughs> Doherty's vault, comedy vault. Yeah, you follow a guy who's like, what the fuck on I? And then yeah. you go up and you're. I, it's not that we're so special, right? It's just we're being who we if are. You don't get pants by Lenny Clark. That's right. That whole like Lenny Clark's gonna work your scrout like a like a speed bag. <laughs> That's your opener. Say good night. Thank him for the opportunity. Trim his flat top and get out of there. G- Gary Gary Goldman took me to um, Goldman the bridge. You mean the the living bridge, the bridge. between these yes, worlds? Yes, that's ex- he's the land bridge. I he's, went he- to the com. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, but I'm so excited because <laughs> yeah. I went to the comedy connection and saw Gary Goldman and went, oh, maybe uh, I can do this. Yes, and yes. Bill Burr was there, and I was like, maybe I could be that great too because he's got the spirit of a freak. Yeah, uh, in the in the body of an, an Adonis, and right, exactly. I, 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 he's open about that, and and I'm sure it he sounds says like it, one of his lines. He says it more eloquently than that, I'm sure. But he, and early on, he took me to a party where it was like all those guys, and it was like it was like it was like Dane Cook and and Bill Burr and and their entourage, which just looked like a bunch of sub shop owners, and we were we were <laughs> sub shop. We, we had to we had to watch like a football game owners. And it was like, and it was, we were watching some football game and I was literally, this was when I was way more androgynous in 2011 and I just moved out here. So like my hair was nasty. It was long in like a Yellowstone Park, uh, nasty. like, like waitress way. And I was, I was like in like probably like a sundress. I was in some androgynous, like the most androgynous thing you could imagine. And I'm sitting next to Bill Burr and like our knees keep touching accidentally and he's like, fuck. And, and I, and I, and I, and Get I that s- fucking knee out of here! <laughs> and I sneeze. What the? What is that? What, what? Is, what are these chimney bones? Oh my! So, bones? So, so, I don't know. That and so is I so funny for something so, you don't know. And so I sneezed. The bones of a man who could fit up a chimney is all I got. You know when you've been too quiet for too long in a social situation, and like yes. in a group, and you're like, I you need to get airlifted out of here. <laughs> oh, I go chime in. <laughs> you, well, but you reach a it's certain. Too late. Point. It's like if you haven't talked in a class. Yes. Like three classes, and you can't start. People. Yes. Yeah. It, <laughs> it feels like an attack or something. And so I, I hadn't spoken, but the first sound that I made was it was this very productive sneeze, and I sneezed <laughs> directly into Bill Burr's, and I, I like, I, for lack of a better verse, like snot rocketed something substantive into the pleat of Bill Burr's khakis. Oh. And that was this is the feeling that I was trying to capture on my TV on crashing and was like then, it's hard to fit in. Yeah, you, no, you, you captured it. You yeah. captured it, but not not that beautifully. Never that beautifully. Sneezing into Bill Burr's. It gets worse. And oh then and then God. and then uh, they win. The Patriots go. Pats. The Patriots win, and we all go outside. And, and and Dane Cook. Dane Cook's like. 
he gets a, he gets a football and, and they're like, all right, we're gonna toss we're gonna toss the pigskin around, and they all like go around like go around this big circle in this yard. Is and this Gary, real? And then Gary comes up to me. He's like, he calls me Chrissy. He goes, Chrissy, I uh, think you better get out of here. <laughs> And there's a there's bridge a, closed. Yeah, <laughs> the bridge went up. The tunnel has. Yeah, yeah. You got to take the, the tunnel. Robert, yeah. <laughs> so it Chris, was. Uh, Chrissy, I said. I think you. I, I think, think you better head out. Yeah, yeah, buddy. And there's a there's a photo of us. Um, Dane wanted from that night. It's, I I looked at it twice. It's one of the funniest pictures, but it's like too gruesome to look at because like yeah, they wanted you a gotta picture. Gotta get this photo. Yeah, for the it's podcast. on. Can we Dane get it? tweeted it. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I gotta get this picture. This is like I gotta 2011. get this picture. Yeah. But this is a huge thing for me. Is like, and it's important. I for the sake of solidarity, you mentioned that you were even more androgynous, and obviously you like to be. I don't know what the word is. What, what should we say? I was going to say funky, but that sounds like funky. Yeah, funky. Glam Geppetto. Glam <laughs> Geppetto. <laughs> yeah, I, you 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 let your freak flag fly. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Okay. Good. So, no, no, no. It's not fair. <laughs> No, well, I didn't know if I got I got to draw the line somewhere. I, no, not. You are so funny. <laughs> I just didn't know if freak was judgmental. I just mean like you're colorful, you're vibrant, you're alive, you're doing your own thing. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. I went to high school with a lot of guys like you and I was friends with those. That sounds like I'm pandering to you. But like, it's true. Like I, I was friends with dudes that wore dresses and like it was it's a, it's a yeah. normal fun thing for me because mm-hmm. uh, those are interesting people. Any hoozle, Um that really sounded pandering. No, no, it didn't. I'm going to take another lap. I mean, no, I, I would, I would um, not even think that you were. Any, like, I would think that you were completely in that in that group of freaks. I, yeah. Okay. Great. Because yeah. I, 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 I don't. I, yeah. There's. I mean, you can't really put. You either like a box on a freak. I mean, a freak is a freak. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you. You know. I and mean, you. you I you're guess definitely... I'm so Lululemon now that maybe I want to be like, but Chris. <laughs> But Chris, in high school, I wore a leather jacket with spikes in it. I did. Really? Yes. I was in a punk band called Nude. And Steve McCabe, our guitarist, uh, who was one of my good friends, wore dresses to school all the time. And so we, there weren't a lot of It was called Nude? Nude, because we thought it would be funny to be like Pete Holmes, Steve McCabe, Aaron Bonner Jackson tonight. Nude. (laughs) That's great. We thought it was so funny. Were you a violent punk performer? What do you mean? Well, like really hardcore? Like, would you mosh? Have you moshed? I would go to the Middle East and mosh. Wow. Oh, the wow. Yeah. That's that's serious. The all age shows. I didn't like it. I thought it was my scene. Yeah. And I went a lot. Mm-hmm. Probably like at least 25 times I you went gotta, to the Middle East. You got to experiment. But like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I was looking for my place and there mm-hmm. was like a real, like, I don't like the jocks. I, yeah. I'm not smart enough to be with the smart kids. And these kids in the dresses who were yeah. punks. I like them, and then yeah. where I'm listening to their music, and I and I literally, I think I started a band to have friends. Like yeah. I had the initiative to be like, let's start a band, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and taught Steve how to play guitar. When you have like, like a I certain cast him. amount, of- I cast him. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like you have the look, and yeah. I taught. It's not like he played guitar. You got the look. You're like Barry Gordy. <laughs> if you have like a certain amount of drive, it, it like I think Fred, you need to have a. Uh, a project to have a certain type of proximity with friends. Like if you, if you're a certain type of that's me person. Yeah. That's that's my best. I, I was just the other day thinking about, I'm like, does my dad have any friends? And I couldn't <laughs> think of my one, one friend of my dad. Like no, I, Massachusetts dads don't have friend, they're, they're I don't friends. I don't think with they their do. Wives. 
yeah. spouse's friend, husband's. That's funny. That's right. Yeah. And my dad is my, all my dad's friends are work friends. Yeah. And then I was like, that's kind of weird. And then I was like, I'm sort of the same. Like this podcast right. is right. how you and I get to have coffee right now. That's right. And I and I, I just had to make peace with that. You ever make yeah. peace with your beast? I was just like, Pete's a little wow. weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, eh, I love him. He does what he does. He's a little odd. Yeah, I, I did actually. Well, mine is the opposite. Mine is, mine is um, how odd I'm not down deep in that I normcore. One, one of the hardest <laughs> I've laughed is when I watched, uh, and I hate to say this. On I the love air, this. Daddy's home. I'm enjoying every moment of this. We watched <laughs> Why Him, which is the Daddy's Home spinoff. I think it's a, I think it's in the same universe as Daddy's Home. The same cinematic. Like, like Wahlberg drives by and he goes, I didn't Broderick a guy, but I did blind a guy. And he goes and he goes by. Got a Wahlberg. It's it's worth the Broderick awkwardness for that callback. I, I blinded a guy in a bar fight. <laughs> So in that moment, he wasn't the character in Daddy's Home. It just was Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. So, and Val and I laughed our asses off, and I was like, what's going on here? If I'm really... At a certain point, it's okay. If I'm truly happy, like, in, in like, a hotel room, I will watch, Chris, like, the, 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 the most... I'm with you. Like, the worst comedy, and I will have the best time. That's why I don't understand reviewing. Yeah, right, right, right. I really don't. Because... I was in, um, I was on vacation. So we, I, that fucking bird. I was on These vacation. Birds won't stop chirping in my ear. Now we're in stow. Get that fucking <laughs> queer ass bird out of here. That was a box. I, I, just like, was I like to imagine that they're, the listeners thinks that we're just mutually hallucinating. That would be so fun. <laughs> You saw a bird, and then I get out. I'm like, Chris, I see it too. Get out! <laughs> get out. There is a bird. We have the door open because it's a lovely fucking September yeah. There's an albat- day. There's an albatross trying to get in. <laughs> so I was on vacation, and I watched uh, a comedy special. Mm. Chappelle's comedy special came out. We don't have to talk about it. It's not that sort of show. But but like, you know what I mean? Like my we- adrenaline just kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need graph paper That's if we're gonna. So if funny. we're gonna talk about you, that, you bring a PowerPoint. You knew we were gonna talk about it. You were mm-hmm. ready to go. But um, everybody's talking about that. That's not my point. But everybody, I knew everybody was gonna be talking about a new Chappelle special before I knew it was controversial. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted. I I like Chappelle. I wanted to watch it. Sure. And I was on vacation, and I enjoyed it a thousand times because I was on vacation. Exactly. Exactly. And like sometimes, if you give me my first cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. I'll book someone on the podcast. It's just like I'll. That's when I'll go. Like I should do a podcast where I just talk to strangers. Yeah, it can yeah. be called talking to strangers. I should get Mitt Romney on the cast. I'll, yeah. I'll talk to Romney. He's get got Romney a square jaw. I want to talk to him. It, it, right, I see what you're you saying. Know what I mean? Re- so reviewing like, is if you're in a if you're in a mood. Yes, it all depends on the day. I want the reviewer Mercurial. to open up and be like, "Okay, I watched Paul Blart Mall Cop <laughs> after my mom called me, yeah. and she kept doing that thing where in in the middle of a very basic." Stage, and she ke- checks if I'm following her. And I'm like, yes, I'm following you. It's very basic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I just got the feeling that she's just trying to milk it because she's lonely. Yeah, yeah. That made me sad. And then I watched Paul Blart Mall Cop. Right. And I wasn't in the mood. Right. But they're just acting like they're just right. always ready. I saw Book Smart after I fell down two flights of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> or like, if you're. So I, I thought I was derivative of Broad City. I That is hilarious. <laughs> I have a joke where I go. 
don't ask people who are in love what they thought of a movie. Right. Because they're like, it was so great. It was dark. We held hands. They're blinded by hormones. They're blinded by hormones. And we all are. Mm -hmm. This is why when we're casting things or when we're auditioning for things, you're like, somebody said this when I, I just wouldn't book things for many, many years. And then people were like, you never know. You might just look like the casting agent's ex-husband. And I was like, thank you for that. And you know what? That's true. Yeah. When people are like, I just go, I, I just book things on my instinct. I book my shows on my instinct. I book, I cast my TV show on my instinct. Yeah. It's like that instinct is your prejudice. It's like right, right, you, right, right. I'm not saying bad prejudice. I'm saying it's based on all this info. It's your you all look your like the guy in at the Cambridge Friends School who used to shove me. Or it's like how people like names or don't like names. Like names, like if the, like my favorite name is Liam. It's only because it's based on all the Liams that you. Oh, know I see what you're saying. That's life. right. Yeah, my go-to bully name is always Derek yeah. because the kid that bullied me in high school was named Derek. There you go. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. And and so if if uh, like Michael Gunger, a good friend of mine, was named Derek, would we be friends? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Like I I have I have yet to meet a Randy that I've had a good experience. Hilarious. With. I'm not even fond of Aziz. That I'm just, <laughs> I'm, because he does Randy. Okay, it's because he does Randy. Oh, everybody, right, I just right, have right. to say he does the character uh, Randy. I've never met an like you're real specific. I've never met an Aziz that I care for. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the funnier version of. I was trying show. to think of an even more specific name, and I couldn't. I think Aziz is the. Uh, that's as good as it gets. Who's your? Do you have someone who's who's ever reached out to you? So, uh, this is not quite related, but it is kind of related. Like who? Do you do you know that someone listens to your podcast that you are like the most excited about the most? And you're like, oh my god, I can't believe they listen to the podcast. Or they're every once in a while, I'll meet somebody that's like who, that, like uh, who's the most, who's blown your mind the most. The only example I can think of is it's a little embarrassing because I can't think of the guy's name. Oh wow! But okay. I was when crashing was on. Yeah, I got to go to the Vanity Fair party. Ooh. Do you know that party? I mean, I, I only only. Only with binoculars, they, from, like from a, like construction. From a, they 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 saw little peepholes in the sides, yeah, like of the in walls, Zorro, so. yeah, like a child in Zorro <laughs> who wants to see him. Zorro. That's what the paparazzi is. They're just professional yeah. holes. Are they still the, around? Is that still a thing? Paparazzi? The paparazzo. No, we paparazzi ourselves now. Right, right. Everything. There's, there's no need anymore. Everything that was a thing, paparazzi is now we gram ourselves. Uh, hitchhiking. I just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when everyone's hitchhiking. I was like, mm-hmm. we just turned that into an app. I walked out of once upon a time in Hollywood. You did not because because I had to catch a plane, but I missed the That's end. That's not which a walkout. Which was the whole. Well, I, yeah, I have to. Yeah. I had to leave early. Yeah, without and I missed any the spoilers, whole you missed you missed the that whole thing is a setup to a punchline. And yeah, you missed it. I know. I'm About, ashamed of myself. I love that movie. In three, I saw it yesterday. Three quarters of the way in. Are they going to say in 3D? I saw it in 3D. <laughs> You got to see it in 3D. You got to see it in 3D. I was wearing the glasses, although the movie did not accommodate. (laughs) I loved it because I'm a 40-year-old white dude, and I like... I don't know if white was necessary, but I'm a 40-year-old man, and at a certain point... You're a 40-year-old Pacific Islander. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) I'm a... What was the word? I'm a Cayman. Uh, And Cayman is a thin crocodile, and I just like sprawling... Like People are like, it's very sprawling. It's It's not really a point, and I'm like... Those are my favorite movies. I don't know what it is about my age, but I'm just like, show me a movie. Do you think Lena Dunham knew that she was in the movie? That is the funniest, gross <laughs> joke I've heard. She was just living there. <laughs> she was there. It kind of had that vibe. <laughs> well, you could take that as a compliment if Lena Dunn's dream guest 
here's this. Yeah. That, oh, I'd be thrilled if Lenny Dunn listens to this. I, I guess what I want. Do you think Kate Hudson listens to this? That's hilarious. I love that you had an agenda. She's my. Um, She's your. Person? If she ever was like, oh, I approve of what Chris Fleming's doing, I that would be we my retire moment. Happen. I would I would stop. I think I would be able to stop and re- I would finally rest easy. Why Kate Hudson? That that's just you know it's just been that's I think the one thing that would allow me to retire. Yeah, but why do you love Kate? I'm assuming it's because you love Kate Hudson. Is, is she the one from Almost Famous? Yeah, Almost Famous. How to lose a guy in ten days? Yeah, how to lose a famous guy almost in ten days? <laughs> <laughs> how to almost lose a famous guy in ten days? I don't know. I just I just I've uh, and this sounds a little Ed Hinckley of me, but I've always wanted to impress her. Do you remember when this started? Is that Hinkley? I'm going to join you because that's what I do on this podcast. Is that Hinkley Jr. the one? Tiff Amthees is mine. Like if Tiff Amthees, Tiffany Amber. Who's Tiffany Amber? OMG. Valerie, my wife's name from 90210. Don't tell Val. That's why I married her. (gasps) Oh, okay. 90210 was right before me. How about Saved by the Bell? Kelly Kapowski. I I missed out on that. You never watched it on... I don't know if it was before me or if I just wasn't allowed access to it. It was on Channel 9. Mm. We have the same cable. Channel 9 was great. You'd see a nip every once in a while. It was like run by college. <laughs> An kids. accidental nip. They just wouldn't edit movies. There'd be like group nudity scenes that they couldn't... Like it was, it was, <laughs> They couldn't censor it? It was important to the, to the movie. So there'd be like key dialogue and boobs would walk by in the background and I'd be like, Oh, this is why I stay down here all day. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> stay down here. You were subterranean? We, we were in the basement. Yeah, yeah. We got a TV in the basement. And that's this is I, why I stay down here all this day. This is why I'm down here all day. I love great expository lines like that where you just... Get the whole story. This is why I... That is good improv. I don't mean to compliment myself, but like a thick line like that, <laughs> yeah, that you're like, this is so why... good. You're good at that. You have a lot of lines that paint a picture. Well, it's funny that because no one actually talks like that. That's why that's so funny. Yes. <laughs> this is why I stay dead. But it's like, it's like if there was an audience there, that's how I you just would wrote a line today where... Um, I, you hear the sound of a turkey, and I go a bad a bad turkey impression, and then I go, "Are we on Plymouth Rock?" I just heard a hand bird, and I was so pleased with. I just heard a hand bird because, like, only only a few people. That's not true. second graders would go bananas. I, for actu- that. I actually feel like it's uh, the the fun of that joke is that ninety nine percent of the people will get it, and and eighty percent of those ninety nine will think they're one of the few that gets it. Do you, you know well, what I mean? Or do you it's think spe- that it's broad specific? There's such <laughs> there's such a way to like the way you said that. Even if you don't know what it means, people will laugh because I think it sounds. You can tell when something is inspired, even if it's inspired through right lunacy right if it's from the beanstalk it's from the beanstalk yeah yeah yeah. and so i think that if you say that people are gonna be like i don't know what like like pe- my, the person who signed me my manager was like honestly chris i don't know what you're talking about 80 percent of the time but i laugh and i was like i don't know if you're okay. i don't know if you're the right <laughs> manager for me but okay kind of like what you're saying i do know what he means though because i watched your videos and i was like i'm laughing and I'm tracking what you're saying. I am. Like, you have great lines like um, the pillows. I want these, like, three-quarter microwave popcorn bags, three-quarters of the way full or whatever. Yeah, three minutes deep. Three minutes deep better. <laughs> I want these, like, my, he's fluffing the pillows, and he goes, I want these, like, microwave popcorn bags three minutes deep. 
<laughs> and they only take three minutes. Yes, I mean, that's maximum that's capacity. Max. It's going to start steaming. Yeah. They're going to start turning. Yeah, that thing is pumped. And that's a great joke, but like, it's also just. It's just funny. Like, so I see your manager's point. You know what I mean? Like, you're just laughing. Oh, no, right. Totally. Totally. Well, I mean, that's, I like that, the idea of like making a wash, creating yeah. a wash. Yeah. Instead of like needing everyone well, with that's, you all the time. You do, I call them playground bits. Maybe it'll fill a gap in your vocab. Ooh. It's a simple setup that you can play in it as long as you'd like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's all I want. Yeah. And then there's, there's like, I have different. These. What am I giving a TED talk? I'm just saying. I. I different jokes have different. Yeah, yeah. That's what this is. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one told me till now. <laughs> but playground bit is the most useful one because uh, your your Benny and the Jets joke, which is do you like that airlifted from my sense of humor. <laughs> I'm going to show that to Val tonight, and she's going to say that's not close to my. And I mean my real, uh, like. The marrow of my sense of humor is a person. He has a bit about Elton John can't end the song Benny and the Jets. It sounds like he's being kept there uh, by by an unseen malevolent presence. And then you play it, yeah. and you and with that simple setup, yeah. you are demonstrating the anguish of being Elton John who has to keep playing and keep every once in a while being like Benny! with occasional is, off off mic communication with the with the. You just perhaps Lucifer. You describe my sense of humor. I was. I didn't think, that, and that's what's that's exactly fun what about the internet or performing or whatever is that. Like sometimes I'll I'll think of something and I'm like, this is not going to be recognized as humor in any culture. Like like maybe <laughs> maybe a couple Quebecois will like it, but some Inuits <laughs> some Inuits will like this brother. But, but then people, <laughs> brother, <laughs> right, brother? Oh man, you just said the, you just said the humor, brother. <laughs> That would be a great superpower, and then you just have to go. I blew one of my wishes, and it's when I was still not sure that the genie was real. I said, "You mean like every time I say brother, I grow Hulk Hogan I grow mustache? Hulk Hogan mustache? I just am." And I was like, "Shit!" Yeah. Now that's one of them. Yeah, and there's got to be something that you can say to stop the the full, because you get the latitude, and then. You you can say something to stop the longitude. That's hilarious. Something dainty. Like if you realize you're at a funeral and it's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. We're sorry about your brother. <laughs> it's okay, brother. <laughs> but um, yeah, We're yeah. Talking about performing in a bit, a silly bit. Yeah, and then once when then when you see people respond to it, you're like, oh shit! Yeah, I'm so surprised. That's all. Especially when I perform in Boston, mm. I because. What we're saying, what Dick Doherty's comedy vault, leather jackets, phlegm in your... You just... Did you just fucking phlegm in my cuff? Dude, dude, dude. This guy just phlegmed in my cuff. Even more disturbing is him not addressing it. I, that, 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 that seems like, oh, wow. This, yeah. this is like... Did he see it? He had to feel it. <laughs> there was a weight to it. There was a salted weight to I, it. I had an out-of-body experience. I, there's also in Boston, there's a, there's the pressure, even in like the alt scene, there's a pressure to have that perfect five to seven minute set. That oh, Johnny really? Carson set. Oh. Like, 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 and that, I hate that. It's like we're still, like SNL is still operated like everyone's on coke, and Boston is still running as if there's a late night show. Exactly. That, that can that launch will you. will break you with five minutes. Yes. Yeah, I yes. know exactly what you're talking about. And it's still hard to get that out of, you know... To, well, this, to to allow yourself to be sloppy. I was just who was I talking? I, I was talking to Kevin Neal and told me that he had Eddie Izzard on his podcast, and I was like, I want to get Eddie Izzard yes on my podcast so badly because of exactly what you're saying. I'm like, how in a world 
he's older than both of us. Yes. So he was coming up where people are like, you got to have the five. And he's like, no, I'm going to tell a 40-minute story. Fifty. Yeah. I'm going to do a tight 50 yeah. that only makes sense as a 50. Right. I'm not saying you couldn't watch five yeah, how minutes. How did he? That's how a do good you do point. It? That's my only question. How did he gain any traction? I know it's going to be some European answer. Because in Europe, it's just different. They're just right. like, well, there's this room in, in Edinburgh where you have to do 50. They also, <laughs> they also speak kind of like... Um, like if you're a comedian, you're just a comedian. It's not, it's not even like there's levels of success. It's like, oh, because he's a comedian. That's how right. everyone knows him. Don't be daft. He's yeah. a comedian. <laughs> of course we let Eddie go long. We light him at 90. <laughs> yeah. You light him at 90? This is an open mic. We gave him a 10-minute light at 90. <laughs> <laughs> and then a 20-minute light at 180. <laughs> and when he's finished, he's finished. So when I go to Boston, and I say this to the crowds, growing up in that feeling, like one time... I, Bill is a friend of mine. I love Bill. He's my, also one of my all-time favorite comedians ever. He's I love very, him. very funny. He's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I've told him this before. We were outside the cellar, and he, he, I said something stupid. I wish I could remember what it was. I said something stupid. <laughs> like somebody was uh, – it's one of those things I can, I can know the feeling exactly, but the example of what it was, it was something like, um, yeah, um, like maybe ice cream uh, – what is it? My birthday? <laughs> Something like just like some terrible, oh, yeah, terrible, yeah, terrible, yeah. almost joke. Yeah. yeah, and Bill and it was Patrice and like all the <laughs> just like the for the full scene, like <laughs> real heavy hitters. Yeah, ball busters. The Hydra. Yeah, the Hydra. <laughs> the Hydra was in full effect. Yeah. A hilarious Hydra. Yeah. was there, and I said that, and Bill started making fun of me. He goes, what the fuck did you... And then he wa- he realized no one was listening and then waited for them to be done. And then like Picked five minutes up. went, he just said, oh, what is it? My-? <laughs> and, and reheated it. And I stood there. And you were both silent. Yes. You knew. That's it. <laughs> That's the feeling of the show crashing is you wait to be mocked. And you know it's coming. Yeah. You're like, I'll wait here, sir. It's thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. It's total penis inside of body moment. It's NBC page. It's NBC page. Yeah. I went through the page program. You so did? You. We both. No, I didn't. I'm just saying <laughs> oh, okay. the comedy page program. Yeah. So yeah. when I go to Boston yeah. and I can find, and of course, but it wasn't, I didn't know, of course, when I was starting, of course, there's hun- there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people with our sensibility, with our sensitivities, oh, yeah. and with our leanings and our and our and they're all on Tumblr, and they're all on Tumblr. I've been building a Tumblr army for the past eight years. Hilar- is that how you got your fan base? No, oh, I but, but I love Tumblr. I used to love Tumblr too. It's great. But then when I do comedy and they laugh, I go, "You also find Benny and the Jets like that's a joke to you." Mm-hmm. I have this joke. I did a casino recently, and I got there and. It was a great. It was a great gig. I was grateful for it. And the average age was a little bit older than I was used to, mm. and it was a little bit different. Like I real, I realized that some of my act is just, just for better or worse, it's written from a, my lifestyle. It's written from because yeah. the joke is much of my life feels like being at a party, and all the social circles have already formed, mm-hmm. and I'm holding my drink on the outside like a satellite, <laughs> looking for my way in. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this joke, mm-hmm. and the bit is just it's a playground bit. It's just an act out where I'm like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> like just trying to like p- 
piggyback onto a laugh so like a I can Kubrick go extra. Yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm Pete. <laughs> like trying to find a way in. The big punchline. I don't mind ruining the bit is I'm I'm listening. I go. Is a penny earned? <laughs> like I try and finish something yeah, yeah. they're saying. Yeah, I did that bit, and no offense to these one. It was a great crowd. I really liked them, but I was like, that joke is not what they want. It, maybe they're not going to parties like that. No, maybe they're not thinking that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It, it, it. Nobody. There's no judgment here. In Boston, when you find the people that find that sort of joke, specifically, it means even more to me in my hometown to be like, oh, you guys are weird and you feel awkward at parties too? Like, I love that. It's so good to have those, I think, experiences where you're like talking to people who do not, like, are are not, even if they're slightly off your vibe, even if it's just a little bit off. It was, I hate to be Oprah about it, but it was a teachable moment. And I came home and I told Val, I was like, that joke, which I think is for everybody, mm-hmm. implies that you go to parties where there are enough people that right. you don't know yep. that they circle up. Mm-hmm. That's not everybody's experience. No, no, and and the yeah, and tonally, if it's not quite right, but then it just makes you like. I, I don't think you need to make everybody cackle, you know. And that's Buddy, <laughs> that's what Jimmy Gaff, Jimmy Gaff again said that to me. Really. Uh, I was opening for him in Germantown, Wisconsin, and I was doing very badly. Yeah. And the MC was very, very broad, and he was doing very well. Yes. And then I felt like, I, no, wait, I'm sorry. I was the MC. I did very badly. The middle did very well. Mm-hmm. And then Jim, I would say this if he was in the room, didn't do that great. Oh, this is, a, this is 10 years ago, more. Yeah. And um, it's not that Jim's not hilarious. It's that we were like in the wrong room mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I was, of course, awed by Jim. And he said to me, he goes, there's some rooms you don't want to kill for. And he doesn't mean it like, fuck these people. He's just like, it would be bad if you killed in front of everybody. Yeah, right. He's like, then that, that's a spe- a specific. For then the you're people, for no one. Yeah, right. It would be better to like, when you find that, when for me it was Rafifi or UCB, totally. you find that place and you're like, or Meltdown. I saw you at Meltdown. Well, you got me on that show. I did. Yes. I saw, well, that's great. I didn't remember that because I saw you at the comedy studio and yeah. you did well. And I was like, I bet he'll fucking kill it at Meltdown. And you're like, <laughs> I'm maybe the comedy studio was a great place for you as well. I don't know. It was. It yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, in Boston. Do you ever have crowd nowadays? I'll have like this weird like crowd response dysmorphia where I'll be like. That crowd sucked. They didn't. And then I watched a tape and it was like the most explosive crap. Oh, interesting. It's very weird. You do that on your special because you do that mic bit mm-hmm. and you go, was it worth breaking both of my femurs or For something? For that B minus laugh. For that B minus laugh. And I was watching at home and I was like, they literally cheered like <laughs> bloodthirsty orcs. Yeah. Like, what is he after? <laughs> what? Well, that's, I've said that what on will, stage. I go, you it. should hear in my head how I think this should be going. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a, yeah. we're insane people. Like, it's that's so that's crazy. The, the pursuit of an insane person. My friend was with me and, and he was like, I need, like, you got to watch the tape. Like, and I'm like, I don't want to watch that tape. I'm going to, and he's like, no, like, it's, it's like, you sound like an absolute lunatic right now. And wow. I think maybe that's because like, you didn't want to watch it oh, because I was so pissed at the crowd. And then I watched it and they were like, yippee. Wow. <laughs> but I wonder if, is that part of your engine? Is, are you motivated by the fact that like these people probably, even my fans aren't going to like me? I think sometimes I just have it on, uh, that like, a. 
idea of what it should be or something. Or, or, is that good for you? Because for me, yeah. doing that casino, yeah. I was like, I don't know if these people are going to like me. Yeah. And then I went up and, and was energized. Like I was alive as mm-hmm. opposed to sometimes with a set – where it is friendly or, or, or whatever. It's a, a bunch of... So the casino, did they know you, by the way? They must have known the casino? you. Yeah, because they were coming to see you. I think it was... I'm not saying this to put myself... It's not false humility. I think yeah. it's more like they have a comedy thing and the people come because it. It, it was more... That's risky. At, at, I'm privileged to be able to say this. I think it was more like, oh, we've maybe seen that guy around. Mm-hmm. I think he's on a show. And yeah. then it was peppered with fans. I knew who the fans were. Right. Because I did some old material and I was like, this is an old joke. It's about telemarketers and someone went woo. Yep. But not everybody went woo. No. Like it was like two woos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many, we have so many irons in the fire when we're on stage. We're like, how's it going? Who are these people? How with them? It's, it's how I felt in high school. Yeah. Walking down the hall. I was like, how am I doing? Who are these people? <laughs> yeah. Are these, oh, there's Derek. <laughs> Yeah. It was well, if you and then obviously seeing someone who's not enjoying themselves, they can send you spiraling and right. Even if everyone else is, oh uh, yeah. I mean, it's a, such a uh, yeah. There are some times where I'm like, oh, this is the best, and then other time, I, I think everyone goes through that where I'm like, I'm never going to live perform again. But no here's what I'm going to say: is that like your ability, this sensitivity that we both had. Yeah. I did the casino. I was a little nervous in the green room. Yeah. You're you're doing your special, and and even sometimes they're laughing, and and you're doubting it. Mm-hmm. I think is super important. It keeps us like active, and it's a skill. I, I it's so much worse to be the person that's like, I killed, I killed, <laughs> I killed, and you're like, yeah. Did you, Dan? Yeah. That, yeah, their, their sleep cycles are a lot better than ours, I bet, though. Sleep cycle? Oh, yeah. my God. Just because of the... But this brings us to that this kind of haunting thing is like, would you have it any other way? Like, you probably wouldn't want to change your your dynamics. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But before you go out... Do you ever have a crowd that you don't want to make laugh because you just don't like the vibe? Totally. Because I have yeah. certain jokes. I have this joke. I go, I don't say Merry Christmas. I say, may the birth of the one and only true God, Jesus Christ, bestow a blessing of grace and peace upon you. And sometimes <laughs> they laugh and clap in a way that I go like, oh, you think I'm saying like, fuck people that don't yes, like Merry yes, Christmas? Yes, yes, And I'm like, and then it, it, the joke actually ends with, lest you be left-handed, yeah. Jewish, gay. Like I list all the things that like conservative people and they're like clapping and I'm like, Oh no! When they when people that's on me though. I mean, like I, no, you... <laughs> no, no. If you can tell that they're laughing at the at, in the wrong way, like if the, like like when people are not into silliness, like like just like, that, I think that's that it. Makes me that makes me furious. You didn't know that I was being a silly Billy. Yes, and that that that's sort of what made I knew that like just th- pure silliness. If pure, I, pure. It, well, when I did that bit at the casino, and again, they were a great crowd. I want to be very clear. I was, I was having in case they're all they're all in the casino all listening. listening right now. <laughs> Somehow to this the drywall, <laughs> I kicking um, the slots. I did the bit about being on the outside of a circle, and then I was like, I said to them, "I go, you ever been stuck in the middle of a three minute bit?" <laughs> and like it's not working, <laughs> but you kind of have to keep doing the act out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was like, I wanted to get a laugh out of the joke, even if it was at the joke, at me mm-hmm. for trying. I, I was like, I was being held hostage by the joke. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, but you're right. You're you're helping me understand that silliness is super important to me. Where did you like get- when I get a, like I don't have a water break until like if they if they start clapping after something, mm-hmm. I'll walk slowly over to the water, and if they stop clapping before I get to the water, I, I say oh, I didn't I didn't earn it, and then and then <laughs> wow. and then like and then if people like then when they do clap, then I sprint over to it, tackle the water, and I'm like feverishly. And if they're not laughing at that, you know, then it's like guys, like like, like oh wait, you tell them I didn't earn the water break, yeah, and then you do it's a set up for the next time and when you they do, do cut it. then i complete i drop the microphone and i sprint and tackle the stool and i just, and I just pour water so fast funny. and then and it often goes up my truffle finder <laughs> and oh so i'm, I'm often like in God, right up the snout and then if like, people are like woo and not like then it's like oh guys like this is like you are i say this on stage all the time i go if i was in the audience right now i'd be freaking out i'd be <laughs> losing it and that's my playful way of like keeping them like like guys, I'm being silly. Yeah. Join me. Be silly. Like yeah. let's stop analyzing as much as we're just this is gonna sound very pretentious, but just just be silly. Yeah. Don't think silly. Don't critique my silliness. Don't look for clever. Be silly with me. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. And that's why I've always thought what you're doing is fantastic. Where did you get this silliness? I, I could tell you mine, but like where did it come from? Where'd you get yours? Well, I do think my parents were silly. Yeah. And I think they valued silly. Yeah, yeah. And I and they also, even though you know they they are sort of Boston cliches in Lexington, my mind. right? Yeah, I'm from Lexington, <laughs> yeah. and but my dad's from you know Somerville, and my mother's from Southie. Oh, <laughs> sure, kid. They're just fucking Boston yeah. fucking people, and yeah. I and I love them. And there's sort of a, a contradiction in that, like maybe maybe not a contradiction, or maybe they're just an exception yeah. that they're like. If you don't laugh at jokes and if you don't make fun of yourself and if you're not like silly, uh, they they'll give you shit for it. <laughs> they'll go like lighten up, like <laughs> yeah. they'll like yell at lighten you. Up. That was a big thing. Yeah, can't you take place. a joke? <laughs> yeah. It was a joke. Yeah. But then I really ran with that. And then talk about looking for my identity. I found that like if I my dad still goes, you're one of the weirdest people I've ever known, Peter. <laughs> You are the weirdest person I know. And he goes, feathers in his underwear. Because I was always making myself laugh. And it go, which is a funny way to, funny thing to say to someone. Poetry. He's got feathers in his underwear. In his un- what? And he'd go, what? I thought of this the other day. He goes, you could have fun in a phone booth. <laughs> he just would like leave me somewhere and I'd just be like having fun and being silly. So even though that wasn't direct <laughs> affirmation for me be, or, conf- or praise, for being silly, yeah, it gave me an identity, and I was like, "Oh, you! This is one of the things we can do. I'm going to do this." Yeah, where yeah. did it start for you? I mean, w- I think, with, yeah, I mean, my 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 mom and dad, yeah, the, I mean, my mom is very very uh, comedic, and, and my dad is also in a very different way. But but I think just with my sister, though, just like I was just she was she would literally laugh at everything. Are you close with the sister? Yeah, yeah, she's four been- years apart. It's a guess. No, 18, 18 months. Eighteen <laughs> months. It's like an Eddie Izzard set. <laughs> wow, your parents had you watched one Eddie Izzard, one Eddie Izzard set special and then paused it. <laughs> After well, the credits, paused it. Yeah, not, well, his set was nine months long. Yes. Impregnated. Yes. Nine months later. That's right. They rewatched it. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay, so yeah. you're very close. She's visiting right now. Yeah. Really? You, you met? Yeah. She she's very complimentary of you because you were very nice to her in '09. I'm sure you were nice to a lot of people. Was in she 09. a comedian? <laughs> no, no. Back she, when I was nice. You got you you were hosting a show at the Housing Works, uh, and and she, is and, she a comedian? No, but she came to see me. She came to like every show. Uh, yeah, and she just thought you were lovely. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. 
so so I was just I would just you know you had make an her audience laugh around the clock yeah yeah and she laughed at everything and so that, and that gave me this ridiculous confidence just to do silly shit I love shit. that yeah I love that I yeah. had friends like that Ern who did this podcast who was in Nude he was the drummer of Nude oh cool was like a great yes ander like I got just a couple friends but God help me to this day if Val is an incredible laugh mm-hmm. it's not the number one reason I'm with her but it's definitely number two <laughs> no I'm just I'm I like being with with Melissa because she, yeah well for many reasons but like she she's very um she's very critical and like like when she laughs and i'm like scribbling it down that's funny here's a little glimpse into val and i's life i was spraying uh raid on a hole that ants kept coming out of yep that was i didn't want to nuke a bunch of ants but i was like if i spray this hole they're coming out of maybe they'll go like i understand peter we thought we could have an alliance <laughs> a warning shot yeah. we'll go outside a warning yeah. shot yeah yeah, yeah. It's like shot into skulls the on a on a pole outside of your house ant skulls yes <laughs> outside the hole dave foley's skull yeah. <laughs> it's an ants movie reference that was that was deep yes deep like an ant yes. uh, forced forced like a okay <laughs> a pizza slice comes out of these are forced um so i then i took out my phone and in my notes i i said um they say cockroaches will survive a nuclear holocaust so what the fuck is in raid that's worse than a nuclear holocaust <laughs> and should i be keeping it in the pantry next to the dry goods <laughs> now what? That's great. Then Val goes, "Didn't you? Isn't that an old tweet of yours?" And I was like, "Yes, it is." But I was writing it down to put it in my act, and that's Val. Like she knew yeah, wow. that it was an old tweet. Like she just loves my jokes. She, yeah. like, she's not. I never think of her as a fan, but she loves me, and she knows a big part of me is my jokes. And that just that little moment. That was this morning. She goes, "That's one of your tweets." I was like. You remember my tweet? Like, let's get married again. That is, yeah, that is so nice. But you have the other thing where if they, if Melissa, right? Yeah, Melissa. Laughs, yeah. you're like, holy shit, this is golden. Do you think this would be a good bit for you? I was, can't uh, wait. You know, when, because it's too, op- just purely observation. I just gave Zach Galifianakis a joke and he went, oh, these are always the worst. And I was like, <laughs> you want to hear the joke? I go, um, my mom is a dentist. My father died in childbirth. Um, that is a Zach joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't do that joke. That's him. Yeah. And he went, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> so I say that to say this. Uh, yeah. Unlike Zach. <laughs> you appreciate I want a joke. It, well, it's, I, it's more a set. It's more just a concept. It's, and I don't know. It, it's um, when, you're, when your maps on your phone, when you take a wrong turn, but your map is optimistic that you're still going. In the, in the right direction. Like it doesn't update. It's like you know, like you know how it like it believes for like a little while, and it's yes. like I feel like you could do something. That's funny. <laughs> pretty nice with That's that. A great observation. <laughs> I love that. the optimism. I'm trying they to hope work. that they're thinking the highly it's of like the best. Clearly, he's just <laughs> swerving around a car. He didn't take a wrong he turn. Wouldn't, he wouldn't have ignored he what we were saying. He he saw it's he knows. four miles on this yeah. road. <laughs> yeah, Maybe yeah. he's getting a donut, and it goes like sometimes a while. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I. Let me know if you think I can do anything with this. My mm. guess, hard no. <laughs> Let's do it. And everyone listening can do it. It's a, it's a play-along bit. I'm trying to do jokes about how the brain works. I think it's so interesting that mm. we're walking around. I don't mean like psychology or theory or like talking about it. Yeah. I mean like really let's do it. Yeah. In your head, okay. picture Donald Trump mm-hmm. and he's going to say, I love a tuna milk. Mm-hmm. Okay. But just do it in your head. Mm-hmm. Now, do it again and see if you can tell. 
I wonder if you're like me. This is I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're like me. Is it just Donald's voice or is it your voice half a millisecond before you hear his voice? Like, can you hear you, your thinking voice, sort of speaking concurrently with the Donald? Or is it just him? Just him. Do it again and look harder. <laughs> Katie, are you doing it? Well, now I'm, well, sa- now now I'm saying it. it in my mouth. Oh, interesting. I'm going to do it, too, because I'm not sure. Ready? Well, it's all... And everyone listening, unless you're driving, close your eyes. Donald Trump is going to say in our heads, mm-hmm. I love a good tuna melt. See if it's just him, or are you thinking you, your voice, I love a tuna melt, while he's saying it, or if it's just him. We're all going to do it, and I'm, I'm not sure you're wrong, Chris. Maybe it is just him. Let's try. For me, it's both. Well, now it's both. Because I'm, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't Once know if you I, accepted it. See, this is where science comes in, right? Science <laughs> would say this is a flawed experiment because I tipped you, I led <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. What it's I a bad did? Control group. I smoked some weed recently, and I realized nice. I. <laughs> nice. I couldn't. Even uh, though I have a, a a mixed relationship with weed, like it's, sometimes I'm just like with the trumba, <laughs> with the with the trumba rinpoche. Oh, you go to Gummy Bear Island, dude. Oh my God, you are fun. <laughs> You got a gum bear eye? Gummy Bear Island? Oh my god, you're fun. I would die if we ever went to Gummy Bear Island. You know I've never smoked weed? Really? No. Wow. That's guy. my understanding of it. That's, that's how ignorant I am. I call it Gummy Bear Island. You are the only fun friend I've ever had. <laughs> um, well, I don't even recommend it. So, But I, I did. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I'll say about it that's positive is um, it does sometimes help me get a good look at my brain. Oh, like, the bird's eye view? Well, you stop, you stop taking it for granted, for example, that you can't even hear your thoughts. You're like, mm. you hear like, wow, I'm hungry. And you're like, who the fuck is that? Oh, wow. Like, it, it, that's, that's one of the better experiences. It, it can freak you out, but you kind of have to say yes to it. Because it's a little son of Sam, right? It's a little son of Sam. Yeah. When you say you hear the devil's voice, it's like, yeah, it's just one of the voices. I used it's to really a- bad if it says, me, hungry. Yeah. That's, that's bad if it, if, or it, if it... Bring me flesh. If it doesn't conjugate. Yeah, if it doesn't correctly. My inner voice is a real dum-dum. A real Cro-Magnum. <laughs> real Cro-Magnum. I used to have a joke about it's insane to hear voices in your head. This joke is bad, but it's almost done. But it's totally fine to hear music in your head. Like you can have a song stuck in your head, yeah. but you can't hear a voice in your head. Yeah. I was like, so it's okay to hear a voice in your head if he brought the band. <laughs> and then it was like, I'm going to kill you with a hammer. <laughs> it was like insane things that he would sing. Only you would like that. Yeah. We got to run that one by My Melissa. My wife has it coming. <laughs> so do the girls. Oh my God! Everyone at work will stop laughing. At me. Yeah. Yeah, 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 funny. <laughs> a nice, a nice snare. Yeah, I wonder. So anyway, when I was on pot, I realized I couldn't make a character in my head say something without me also saying it very quietly. Before. You really have to look at it a split second before and then during, underneath it, like in one of those like old sketch sketches in the 90s about someone being on a date and then their friend feeding them lines to the earpiece i was being roxanne by my own brain <laughs> yeah, like, yeah or but you uh, are roxanne cyrano de bergeracking better deeper right faster. is it the same that's it's the same idea yeah only steve martin would be like i have an idea um yeah <laughs> yeah it's a play uh no one will know um <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's about a rough draft of a Picasso painting. Was he a, a flavor enhancer for you? Because he was a silly Billy. 
Oh, yeah. Does it break your heart when you watch him on Comedians in Cars now and he's like, I love a good scrambled egg. <laughs> I, I, and you're I like, just, be a silly belly. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I think that Comedians in Cars getting coffee brings the worst out of everybody. That's hilarious. I think that. Um, Except Martin Short. If you watch Martin Short, he's as silly as you'd ever Billy. He's invincible. But that's what I mean. I, Steve Martin is a hero of mine. Yeah. And when I watch him, oh I'm like, God. he's just not as silly as I would want in my mind. Yes. Martin Short is 10 times sillier than I could have ever hoped. <laughs> and he's hilarious. Yeah. Steve is very like, well, I had this jacket brought in a little bit. Uh, Tell me it. Uh, and uh, it fits much better. Yeah, yeah. And and Jerry's there like, it fits much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A see, good jacket. That, see, this is who we are. <laughs> and it's like, yes. Yeah, we know. I love it. I that. get it. I <laughs> It's my fa- it's my favorite show, and I do think it, it's it's hard to pull off a great episode of that show. Sometimes I always yeah. love Jerry. I'm not saying that just because I want more than anything. To I be loved on that show. when he got emotionally hijacked during the Bridget Everett one, where he was talking about Bobcat Goldthwait. I Is was, that who I that was? was? J.K. J.K. <laughs> it, it practically. You know who I don't like? Beepcat Goldthwait. <laughs> Beepcat beep Goldthwait. The, e- the easiest name to lip read. The, and they don't cut away. No, they, they, they zoom nice. in. They zoom, zoom in. in. They do a Ken Burns on the lips, <laughs> and then they're just like, you know, he was in those Academy movies, and he does and the Doug voice. Pound edited a small Bobcat Goldthwait into Jerry's teeth. <laughs> wow! But it's an eighties. It's an eighties Bobcat. <laughs> that see, I want to see more of that. Like, I don't want to see comedians kind of driving around at eleven a.m. Like something. There's, I think it. Seeing the nothingness of a comedian's life really haunts me. Interesting. Just like seeing them at eleven a.m. hanging out, like, like wa- them walking together is so lonely. When like you know, oh, that's funny. It just breaks my heart. With the- I, t- I look at it completely differently. You see it as you a want community? to hear my theory. Yeah, I'm like Jerry realized mm-hmm. that he's never happier than when he's drinking coffee with a comedian. Yeah. So he and like us, we're back to the beginning of this podcast. He realized he won't do it unless, unless it's a show. A crew. And and that's not to say he's uh, – it's the same with me. You and I would not have gotten together. So I see that show and I'm like, I want to walk I around. I see us bouncing butts at Los Globos. You're fun. I will say this. Mowgli and Baloo style. Because – can I be Mowgli just to mix <laughs> yeah, it up? Yeah. I, uh, because of Comedians in Cars, yeah. have called up Moshe Kasher and been like – Let's just go. For, let's just go get coffee. Yeah, it reminded me that like that you can hang and with no motive, with no motive, and it's super fun. It mm-hmm. is. It can be super fun. We are better though when there's crews and there's mics and stuff. It's just better, which like- is why when Steve Martin goes, these eggs are uh, these eggs are pretty dry. Today. <laughs> I'm like, what did they cut out? <laughs> shots fired. I don't mean shots fired. I just mean like, yeah, he's he's not as silly as as I dream. Yeah. And I'm, I'd say that right to his... But we've heard that. I mean, I've heard that. I heard that from a security guard. That he's not silly? Yeah. Well, there's fa- there's people... Here's what it really is. If you want to cut right into the middle of what I'm saying... Yeah. I worry that I'm not as silly. No, we're only ever projecting. So mm-hmm. when I see Steve Martin being serious, he reminds me of my seriousness. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of my... These eggs are pretty dry. And when I can be sort of just like... I don't know if he does this, but I can hole up. I can be antisocial oh, and all these yep, things. Certainly. So when I see him, I'm like, shit, people think I'm so silly. They're going to see me on this show or they're just see me in life and I'm going to break their hearts. So really, it has nothing to do with him. I'm not saying that to save myself yeah. from talking shit. Right. I'm saying 
that's what's happening. It shouldn't. But Eckhart Tolle is like anytime. Sorry, anytime you can do a character based on me. Anytime, anytime Tolle, you wash, you need to orgasm when you wash your dishes. Isn't hilarious. that one of his? Eckhart? That's one of his things. Well, every time he's like you're always becoming just, the emotion <laughs> of your body should be flowing. Yeah. Uh, no, he says anytime you overreact. Yeah, it's like a very good clue psychologically spiritually whatever you want to say it's a clue it's it's a gift yeah if you are overreacting uh-huh dig in there and that's what we just did i overreact when i, I see always Steve overreact. martin not being silly yeah well i mean what what's something you overreact on oh god traffic no I don't mind traffic. Too many previews at the movies. I don't mind traffic either. Oh god, I don't know. I I, like it's traffic. usually if like in, in, in if someone says something, I can flip. I can flip out. Says some shit. Yeah, like I can if they, if they're like getting you know if they like I, I I can't think of an example, but I often overreact, and it's it's because I mean, am I wrong in thinking that it might not be? They say something that's not very woke. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like if like if someone is like. Chris, you're always doing this, and I'm like, no. Nah. And then it's like, oh, I am always doing that. I, I think if if, if it's you know, you're not easy to confront. Yeah, yeah, hate confrontation. Yeah. But you were saying that your parents are silly billies. They are, but in different ways. How I'm interested in how your Boston father was a silly billy because mm. let's just fucking talk about it. He, <laughs> oh my god. Well, I loved I loved doing. Is he no longer with us? No, he's he, he's here in L.A. He's visiting for the first time in. Two, three years. So uh, I don't get it. What do you do here? <laughs> My dad, when he visited last time, he was like, don't worry about it, Peter. I'll go off with my your cousin Raymond. Raymond was here, too. And he was like, we're going to go to the car show. <laughs> and he looked up something on his phone. A car show? And it was a car show or yeah. something. And he didn't realize until like far too late that it was like four hours <laughs> away. So I met them for dinner, and there was just a heat in the room. Ray was there. My cousin Raymond's hilarious. You would love him. And my dad, and there's just something wrong. Like, what happened? And they were like, Ray's like, yeah, your dad read the city wrong. He put the wrong city in the GPS. So instead of driving to Ventura Street or something, they drove to Ventura. That's what it was. And he was just like, so we've been in the car for eight hours. And I was like, this? Oh, my God. That is Boston dad that won't they ask believe, for help. They believe <laughs> that there is a Getty Museum downtown, my, my parents, and there is no Getty Museum downtown, and they're, <laughs> and they're trying to find it today. And um, so that's where they're that's right now. That's the most Boston thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah, I there is. I don't know how they plan on doing it. Yeah. I mean, my dad is a, is a lovely man. I mean, um, he, I, I, like, I, he's so genuine and, and, and kind, and I'd like to, I would do, I would, I would play pranks on him. Just like, just like very, very mischievous things. Like I used, I, I took a picture of him by the Christmas tree for um, Christmas one year and I printed out, it was just him standing and I printed out a Christmas card that said happy holidays from Joe Fleming and I gave it out to all the neighbors. So it looked like this family man had just like foregone, like, you know, I don't want one with the family. I just, <laughs> he's like the most decent man alive. You know, he would never do that. <laughs> stuff like that you know that whenever whenever like a regional newspaper interviews me like from his town from from stowe i always try to f- like slide in that he like i try to make paint him as like a show dad so i say that he was like a famous tap dancer in the 1970s <laughs> and he always so he calls he's like you're such a jerk oh you're my god jerk. yeah yeah 
oh, stuff like you'd that. You'd think they'd give it one goog. You'd think the Stowe Tribune would give that one, one goog. One little t- one, one little Lay's search. goog. No. No. Just Chris Fleming dad no. tap dancer question? No Yahoo answers or anything. <laughs> so this is wonderful. This is making me very happy. He's not like a boss. Because my dad, if he met you, would say to your face, you're a little what you, fruity, What are you, what are you, you doing? He'd call you fruity. Fruity, yeah. He would say you're a little fruity, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. And he's the kind of guy, less and less, mm-hmm. as the culture changes. Mm-hmm. But my whole life, I've watched him say what you shouldn't say to somebody, mm-hmm. and they laugh. Like, my uh, mom is the same way. Yeah, she, It's in my book. She'd say something to... I saw her go up to a guy eating a big, fat, a big, large... What do you say? Fat piece of shit? <laughs> I'm trying to like you can't you got me not want to say fat. A fat uh, a large a heavy guy. Yeah. Yeah. But a, a heavy guy eating a ton of skittles and she said I think you've had enough. And he laughed. She said to the guy. To the guy. Oh my god. And I change it's a detail I, I sort of skewed for the book. Skittles I would think more of that would make someone hype would bring about hyperactivity let alone well, not weight. I would think that if he was on a pogo stick, I would say you've had enough. Like I if he's going bananas on, on Skittles. I think of Skittles right. as more of like a... Yeah, you're right. If he was eating like... speed. Like, if he like, was eating steaks. Like, a big, like yeah. 12 steaks and a bowl of pasta. <laughs> yeah. You've had enough. Skitt- my, my, my mom is fattest. If he was bouncing around smashing plants in his head, I'd be like, enough. Have yeah. enough. Skitt- yeah. You've had enough. Have you been Red Bull? Yeah. I think you've had enough. <laughs> yeah. She just went... That's, that's what makes that story even better. You're helping me realize. He was just eating a handful of Skittles. It's not that bad. I think you've had enough. <laughs> she wasn't going. She was using his weight. That's scandalous. As the no, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. So my dad would come up to me and go like, he'd, he'd just start riffing on. He'd call you fruity. Yeah. And it's oh, say, oh, absolutely. And I mean, that I, is Boston to me. And your dad was oh. not that way. I mean, no, he'll see my outfits and go, Jesus Christ, Chris. You know, really? Oh yeah, yeah. He'll, but he'll laugh. But he's fun. Oh yeah, yeah. He thinks it's. You know that makes me so happy. Oh yeah, no, it's very except. I mean, yeah. And does he get my what you're doing? Always my... wanted, dreamt of me being kind of like a like J Crew clean cut, but she says that she th- threw that dream away in like 2005. That's hilarious. Yeah, my dad said that he wished me and my brother looked more like him when we were children. <laughs> Whoa! And I said, so if we looked exactly like you, you would have liked that. And he was quiet for a long time, and he went, Yeah. I guess that's why people have he children. He thought about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we are different. Like, we, it started because we were talking about who Lila looks like. Yeah. And she sort of looks like her own person. Like, she has parts of me, parts of Val, but she's yeah. her own person. Yeah. And we were talking about how much we love that. Yeah. And he was like... Whose weenus does she have? She has my weenus. That's good. <laughs> and he goes, and a friend... Uh, I always say Tommy Biagioni, because it's a great... To do my dad's voice with Tommy Biagioni. He goes, my friend Tommy Biagioni had a, a son... Looked exactly like him. <laughs> looked exactly like Gazing him. into the horizon. And I go, Dad, did you wish we looked more like you? And he went, yeah. Yeah, I did. And I was like, <laughs> they don't know. Like, this is how I'm trying to love my parents more actively. Is like, yeah. everyone's just doing what they do. He's being... That's perverse. That's perverse. Ooh, what the do you desire mean? to have... Well, that's what I mean. But he doesn't <laughs> yeah. know. I'm sure his father was that way, and that it's just a different group. 
it looks narcissistic to us because we're like more sensitive. We're like, right. I want my child to be who she is. Totally. I want her to be her own thing. Right. I'm just here to help. He's like, I want me, Jay Holmes. And I want another Jay Holmes. And then I want another Jay Holmes. And the three Jays are going to walk down the street and people are going to go, oh my God, Jay's so good looking. God made two more. Yeah, yeah. He named my brother John. That's his name. It's John Holmes. And he was like, and now we got another one. And then I was born. I'm like, can we do it again, Irina? Can we do Everyone in my family, my joke is it's J's, there's JJ's, and I joke that there's triple J's. JJJ and triple J. <laughs> like everybody's J. You yell John at a family event, everyone yeah. looks. Yeah, same with my family. There's, it's there's, fucking there's, Boston. There's, there's five Johns going right now. John! Hey! Yeah. Kelly! Whoa! Yeah. Larry! Yeah. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Like swaths of people. <laughs> yeah. And that has a, I feel like that's a, so you're, you are a dodo bird and a glorious but they, uh, thing. But I find that dudes, I feel like Boston is threatened by that. Dudes, though, the, like the, the concept of a bro is is very interesting and kind of malleable in my mind right now. In that dudes that I like the real like you know barbecue guys like barber they, dudes. Yeah, they're the ones that I appreciate my style one on one more than anybody. They're the, they they give me more really? compliments than than any women. Like one on one, they're like, you know, oh, I really, I really love that outfit. Like, I, oh, I wish I could. Oh, I, I would never pull that off. Kid. Really? Yeah. Like, I oh, would, kid, I wish I could wear that. They, shirt. I was wearing boots that were like this, but even more extreme. And the um, it's a slip the, on. The, I love this that. is a slip on. Yeah, too I small. Love a slip on. They only make them in women's twelve. And, uh, yeah, and I'm like a thirteen, so my ankle is exposed. But so in a, ideal world, you'd be more tucked into that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're yeah, saying yeah, fuck yeah. that. Shit. Ideally, this I'll would be a like a like a hermit crab out. shell, and this would be the hermit face. Oh my hermit god! Crab face. You're but funny. I was in the Austin airport, and there was this like dude, like this sports guy, like 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 this this guy, like wearing like jerseys, like <laughs> two jerseys, hockey pads, opposing teams. <laughs> I just love the conflict. <laughs> yeah. All that. Whenever I see someone in an outdated sports jersey, that's that's always well, God no, it's it's a sign. That's a lunatic. That's right. When you, if you see someone like a Drew Bledsoe jersey, okay, in a what jersey? Like a Drew Bledsoe jersey. That's always like, oh, that guy's about to do something. Oh bad. my God, like you're a, funny. Like a no longer active. <laughs> that always frightens me. But um, Is that guy wearing a Robert Parrish jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so this guy, he was like this real guy, and he and he was looking at me in the airport, and he was like, mm, and I was like, oh no, and it's Texas, and he comes up to me, and I'm like, mm, oh no. And he says, those are really good boots. And then he just turns around. And I could feel like his gallbladder kind of giving out. Oh, my God. He had to. Yeah. You are a free person. And I have to imagine that a lot of us are sort of. You're a free person. I am a free person. What's funny about me. I appreciate that. And I feel like you're right. Yeah. But what I look like on the inside is, is like it's it's practical. It's like boring. I'm a little norm core. What do you mean? What I mean is who I really am is these are Lulu pants, mm-hmm. and I'll buy them in every color, and then I'm just like, that's me, baby. Oh, well, that's, hap- that's, that's freedom because that's happiness because you like that. That's what I mean. That's great. I feel free yes. if I was trying to flash more, mm-hmm. but I, I, I clearly want to like shine in other ways. It's just not mm-hmm. the ways that people would expect. Like I don't want to like be the star of a party. Like That's never been interesting to me. Have you, ever, have you found that people have sexualized you, your fan base at all? Interesting. I'm guessing that yours has. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you a bit of a sex symbol? No, no, I wouldn't say that. But there, I've I've gotten like. But you have you have some sex going on. There's there's some. You know why? Because you have a lot of yes to you, mm. like, and that's beautiful and that's liberating. So you're like, I bet this person. So if you're if I'm going to a Chris Fleming show, yes. and I get separated from my boyfriend, <laughs> yeah, I think you probably are maybe threatening to that boyfriend because you are so free. So the withholding male yeah. who wears what he thinks he's supposed to wear to fit mm-hmm. in so he doesn't cause any waves, mm-hmm. he doesn't really want to talk about his feelings or his fe- certainly not his fears, mm-hmm. and then you're up there doing all of those God things. knows what. Yeah, you, that has to be a fantasy. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying you. I'm saying anybody yeah. that's free. That's what cool is. You know what I mean? Right. Like cool is somebody that's like, this is me. Like, we keep reinventing ways for people be, to be celebrities, but what we're always drawn to is someone who's being authentic. Absolutely. And I know that's very trite, and I'm not the first to say it, but I'm like, no, I think yeah, you're right. I get it. That person's being authentic, and somebody that's like trying to be that way sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool is quite fluid. You're right. But where does the sex come in for you and your fans? Well, I sometimes... I, I, um... Well, because I was, I was, I would dress as a woman for this character that I did for many years, and so that's where it began. Waters, waters, Gail Waters, waters, yeah, waters, waters, yeah. The funniest part to me is waters, waters. Yeah, like she and her husband it's so had funny. the same last name. It's such a funny thing. But she insists on hyphenating it anyway. Yeah. So, so I was. Um, Why did the clean the house one have eleven million? I don't know. You're clocking in around a mil per, and then that one has eleven mil. Yeah, that one went crazy. Did it I, get picked up somewhere or something? No, we, we separated from a Gale episode because a lot of them are like 20 minutes or whatever. And so yeah. we just put that one separately and people, I think it's, I guess, universal. Someone getting the house ready for. Well, Val said, as I was watching it this morning, she goes, tell him I did that for him. Because oh. Oh, <laughs> she cleaned that. up for you. Yeah, that's so like, nice. And we were laughing because it's like, <laughs> yeah. no one can know. We weren't sure what you said, but I thought you said no one can know we sit. Sit. Yeah. And then yeah. I, but I pitched it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah yeah we yeah but anyway so gail you were saying water well right and, and, so, as a and so then so that's sex too but i wasn't even thinking because i was just trying to play a character and so but then i but then everyone's like oh gender bending from that and then like uh, i mean I'm, I'm already quite androgynous i guess and then so so then then it became whenever there was any press or people would always ask me about sexuality and right. then i found that if i did not answer anything then that then people would they, the intrigue would just get people more and oh, more horny very as bob dylan and so, <laughs> my dad's a tap dancer and i'm not telling you shit <laughs> yeah, right. exactly you're letting everything go yeah yeah i'll lie about my dad and tell you nothing about me yeah no you're right there is something sexy about that like watching those videos i'm sure val and and i both were picking up I don't know. I, I just got defensive of my own heterosexuality. <laughs> I'm picking up on it. I'm like, this is there's sex to it. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, I but but I think anyone that is being watched by anybody, there people will find a way to turn it. That's one of my best sexual. Every YouTube video, someone's jerked off to it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh Every, my God. Someone's like, I'm going to unbox this bicycle. And you're like, oh, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. take those wheels out. Yeah. Oh, the sound of them. Yeah. Or like a cityscape, like a time, like a time <laughs> Have you ever climaxed to a concept? I tried to get this going in college, and I was saying like- Jerking off to an idea? To an idea, like summer vacation. I, oh, that's beautiful. It's in the movie Basketball Diaries that Leo DiCaprio <sighs> says he jerks off to the energy of the city. Wow. I remember being very interested in that. It's also in the show Succession, 
um, Kieran Culkin jerks off to the skyline. Oh my god! So there's two examples. Is it of meant that to be happening. funny? I think it's supposed to be odd. Like he's he's one of those characters that they're like, I don't know, should you just eat a spoonful of Folgers at the beginning yeah. of the scene? Like, yeah. what should we do? But I bought it. I was like, because for me, one of the weirdest sexual things that ever happened to me. It's not that weird. I've never liked a skyline, by the way. Never been impressed by a skyline. Doesn't do it for or me. Or guitar solo. Is that true? Yeah. Never liked either. You're fun. Sometimes at the beginning of a movie and they're showing a city yeah. and everyone's like, wow, there's Boston. And I'm like, that was Boston? Like, I can't. No. How do they tell? Right? I have that disease where you can't see faces you for have skylines. Sky- skyline blindness. Yeah. You could see like the Sears Tower and I'd be like, yeah. Minneapolis? <laughs> Totally, totally. <laughs> I, I don't know. I and I don't trust people like you in Jersey. I don't trust people that are like, there's North Dakota. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Do Flashcards? And I always feel that way. Like, I never know anything about my surroundings. And people, like, whenever someone's like, oh, 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 yeah, you live over there by the, oh, oh, you live in this city. Oh, Dude, by, the, by the peppermint patty factory. I just, so I just did know? Kevin Nealon's thing. And he was like, I'm in the Palisades. I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretending. Yeah. You're like, you know where the 10 ends? I just go, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I'm glad that you're like that. Totally. Because who cares? This brings me back to why I buy these pants. There's certain things. I don't say this to be interesting. My brain is fascinated in what it's fascinated in, and it's not interested in what it's not interested me in. Too. And being true to that in mm-hmm. an acceptable way. So I'll buy pants, mm-hmm. and I'll buy shirts because I'm like, I think I'm supposed to do this. Uh, but past that, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not proud of that. I want to be clear. I kind of wish I could be more interested. Yeah. But I, I'm, just, I'm just, these are the ABCs of me, baby. So what I was going to say about sex, yeah. though. Sorry, no, no. I was, I was just thinking, uh, and, that, and that is like that is. I think a lot of pro- comedians are probably like that, and because you can perfectly curate yourself to make you, you, you can come off as completely open and intellectually curious because you're examining what you want to examine, and then you can be completely reclusive about or, or closed off to everything else. And, and, That's right. And it's 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 pretty fucked. I sometimes think it's spectrumy. I know people throw that around a lot, but there's like a, a hyper functionality that Val has pointed out mm-hmm. in living with me mm-hmm. that, and I I want to have respect to the the Asperger's world, the sure, autism world. So I'll take that out of it because I'm not a professional. But I do know that my brain likes going like, let's just solve the food problem. Mm. Like, this is what we eat. And then it can go like, Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Why wasn't it Hobbes yeah. and Calvin? Right. You, know, you eat the, the same thing every day? teddy bear. That's the fucking headline. <laughs> Calvin gets the headline. <laughs> you know, that's what I want to be doing all day. In a car, getting coffee with Seinfeld. How do I get booked on that show? <laughs> Have you not been on it? No, I'm touched that you think I could be. That's infuriating. You want to hear one of my pre-planned riffs? Yes. For the, for the car? Yeah, I get in the car. Mm-hmm. We do a, a couple riffs about how I'm too tall for most classic cars. What if you got like a Greyhound bus? I would leave. That is so funny. I've thought about being offended by the car. <laughs> Because sometimes I think they should be, and they never are. Screw this. Most of the comedians don't do Jerry like he wants to be done, I feel. <laughs> they they're, don't do they're too respectful. That, that, so like, he'll, get like them, like, he'll get like a right. bullshit car for them, right. and they're just kind of like, thank wow. you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. And he's like, like, like he took the, the guy from Inglorious Bastards to IHOP. That's a joke. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? The guy who speaks all the different languages? Christoph Waltz? Yeah, Christoph yeah. Waltz. I always want to say mince plots. <laughs> I think it's I think he's McLovin, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So he takes him to IHOP. Lean into the joke. He's making fun of you. You speak all these languages. He took you to IHOP. That's a joke. And he's just like, this crepe is garbage. I'm like, yeah. have fun with it. It's yeah. a it's a comedy show. Yeah. Anywho, that was a good episode. But it was good because of Jerry. Anyway, 
we get in the car, uh, and I say, rear view mirror? Aren't all mirrors rear view? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're looking in a mirror and you're seeing forward... I'm seeing Jerry's erection growing right now <laughs> in my mind. Brother, that's a window. <laughs> and I say brother and the mustache grows. Brother. I wouldn't actually do that, but I do have some pre-planned. That, that is one of them. Why am I saying I wouldn't do that? I would do that. What kind would you get? I would... I think he... I don't... I know he doesn't know me like that. I know he doesn't. Um, so I, he'd have to call a friend and be mm-hmm. like, there's this guy. What car do I get him? What car would I want? A rental PT Cruiser. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny. You've, it's clearly you've a rental. cut me to my core. Because one time I rented a PT Cruiser. It must I, have been pre-2013. They don't rent them anymore. I was on the road. It was pre-2013. And I got in a PT Cruiser. Mm-hmm. And I drove it for 10 minutes. And I was like, I will never drive one of these pieces of shit again. Mm-hmm. It looks fun, mm-hmm. but it has the motor of a weed whacker. It's the slowest piece of shit. I hated it. Yeah. So that would that would break my heart. It's a car for a weasel. It's a car for a guy who owns a sub shop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a car that should get like a, like a sign on the side of it. Yeah. It's only to draw eyeballs to your hair salon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the car of a guy who would send out a Christmas card of him standing in front of his solo, even though he has a family. Yes. And the back of the card would be the PT Cruiser with a ribbon on it. Yes. And he said, I treated myself. Santa must have thought I was a very good boy. (laughs) Love PT Cruiser. He signs it PT PT Cruiser. I actually had a tweet where I was like, I I should drive a a PT Cruiser. A PTY. I'm a PD cruiser. Anywho, well, that would be someone looking for you. Yeah, to have sex with me. I'm a PD cruiser. I try to I try to fuck a cruise around looking for Pete. soft, tempurpedic looking mattress man. That's what you call a PD cruiser. I saw that guy PD cruising. If I had fans that followed me to every show, you'd call them PD cruisers. cruisers. Or just call your fan base PD cruisers. What up, PT cruisers? And they're all like, "Fuck you." They yeah. say in perfect. That's what. You ever are you ever worried about? Not even like an offensive joke destroying your fan base, but just something like that, that tonally just people like, yep, that's a final straw. We're out. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing a show at Dynasty Typewriter recently, and I did this riff about how Christians, people who grew up Christian are so ahead of the curve. Yeah. With consent, we didn't ask for consent, we asked for a hand in marriage. Um, There was an earthquake, and everyone thought they were going to die, and they were all like... Um, and this is where I leaned into the offensiveness. I was like, y'all are a bunch of pussies. And I wouldn't normally say that, but like, and my, and my crowd knows that. Yeah. So I just kept saying it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you fucking pussies. You, you puss, puss. And they, and they loved it. Yeah. And then I see someone filming and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, in that moment, I went, is this bad enough? And I, I'm the type of performer, I just asked the crowd. I was like, first of all, can you please stop filming? And then I was like, is that bad enough? And they were like, no. no and I was no. like, it's absolutely not. Yeah. But like, it's in your mind that you're like, you could, you could, you could say something, and especially out yeah. of context. Like that clip, if you don't know that I'm working out, totally. I'm just, it's a small show. I'm playing around. It wasn't yeah. meant to be filmed. There's something, live performance should be a little bit cheeky. It should be fun that you're seeing something that I wouldn't do on TV, that I'm calling the audience pussies, (laughs) is fun. Like, sometimes we lose that Amsterdam, I call it the Amsterdam effect. Like, you're in Amsterdam, 
and you duck into like a tea shop and you see some fucking weird show and it was mm-hmm. so weird and maybe it was a little offensive or wrong in these different parts but you're like that was like wild i'm not saying i even loved it i'm saying like yeah. that was a live show it, well <laughs> and a weird a weird thing of uh, the expectation of comedians now that that i find strange is that it used to be the fool like 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 like, like and sometimes sometimes i'm like Chappelle's just saying something to to sound kind of like like almost fool like not i understand but everyone is the gesture but now it's now you have to be the philosopher like the like you need to be it needs to be like the authority so there's it's weird that there's no room anymore a cheers statement yeah like we're all clink our glasses yeah that's that's the summation yes of the worldview at this moment yeah yeah and it's kind of weird that there is no there's not a lot of room left to well, what what I always talk about is is that like we all have fucked up thoughts, and when yeah. I see Drew Michael do that joke about go to a water slide, the funniest way to kill yourself would be go to a water slide, shoot yourself at the top, and then have your cadaver slide. <laughs> that joke is insensitive to people that have. It just is like suicide isn't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like. I can wear that hat and go like I've had friends that killed themselves like fuck you right. and I can also go like dude I've had dark fantasies about myself how I would kill myself in yeah. weird ways or whatever yeah. and when he says it it's yeah. back to what we were saying earlier I feel less alone it, it it touches like a weird nerve in me that that alleviates my fear right and like when we're all on the record and we have to sort of like really like I'm all for like it used to be back in the day, back in the day, if there was someone, uh, I'm not trying to be funny, if there was someone in a wheelchair, obviously yeah. you don't do that wheelchair joke. Now we're performing for a global audience for every joke. Right. And we're like, Jesus Christ, we can't omit everything. Even that joke about like Christians are better at being offended, like that could be offensive to Christians. Like it's for every, there's, it's too, it's risky. It is, it is good that it's like, <laughs> when you, it's risky. When you meet like, when, like like performing for like 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 because the internet is so everyone sees it like i i had the a, inter- I, what? the internet <laughs> what's this i got terrified for a second oh my god worldwide what oh my god does pete no pete must know about the internet that would be such a yeah. funny deal breaker <laughs> for you thinking i'm an okay person but he doesn't the, know what the internet is. i had a bit about um blocking people adults who block their ears in public when something goes by you're fun and That's it was like premise. like just wait for it to it'll get better just wait for it you know and i had this whole thing and it was supposed to be like petty and whatever yeah but then a bunch of people with with autism were like we have like a sensory disorder and we need to do that because it's so much more painful Right. Damn you, Chris! Like, how dare you? And I, so I took it down, and I was like, okay, like I was, I, wow. I felt like that. I don't want to. That's next be level. Crass or, yeah. or or make them feel like shitty. And so it, it it did educate me in a way. Like at first, I was like, come on, guys! But then I was like, no, I don't want to make them. That's upset. What you're saying is what I wish we could say more often. Uh, it's just tricky. Most people don't want to deal in the tension between two points. On one hand. I get that. Yeah. You hear that joke, especially someone like you who is so sensitive and so for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That they could be like, oh, man, this is my safe space. And you just did that thing. Yeah. That's why it feels like, yeah, right. it's like bringing a gun to a birthday party. Right. It's like, it just, especially for you. Like, you know, if somebody like um, Bird did that, it'd oh, be like, totally. what? Right. Fuck, fuck off. And yeah. that's like what he does. Exactly. But you are a birthday party. <laughs> And that that might have right. felt like a gun to them. And he's a rifle. 
And well, he's a shooting range. Uh, that's right. It would be weird to not bring a gun. Right. <laughs> like, where's your gun? Yeah. You have a ca- piece of cake and a karate. What is this, a birthday thing? party? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong show. But I can also be like, on the other side, I'm like, that's just a funny joke. And like, we can't not say it because some people, like a small group. Like, I, I have um, some gay friends that like are like, get a little bit worked up that people are so trans sensitive because they're like, you're talking about less than 1% of the population. <laughs> this isn't, I'm not saying this point, by the way. This is not my point. I've, I've seen people get upset at people getting upset in a lot of different ways. I don't know why, why that came to mind. Yeah, no. I mean, well, right. That, that's, I don't find that the, the, the PC thing is a problem at all. Um, I, I find it to be, well, okay. Creatively, you, I think, can Can I just interject? Because I didn't yeah. mean we should be making trans jokes. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't think, no, I don't think I can. I kind of lost the thread of why I brought that up, but there was a reason, and it just sounded like I would be, I was like, we should be able to make trans jokes. <laughs> that is not what <laughs> no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 I don't, I don't think that is no, not what I'm saying. Up. I, I, Plugging I, ears is, is somewhat different to me because I plug my ears and I feel like, I think you're making fun of me because I'm being like a titty baby. <laughs> a titty baby. I'm being a titty baby. <laughs> I, I, I think that comedians get really upset because of how sensitive they are. And if, and if someone is making a joke, they are trying to bring joy to people. I think no right. matter. And I think that that is why people get like really upset at people being like, it's like, well, no, I was, I was trying to bring joy. And then you say that, uh, that you're hurt by this. And so that's why I think then people get extra hurt by, or comedians get extra hurt by that. And so I understand both, both sides completely. Right. And cause, because my brain at first, if someone's like, that's offensive what you said, I flip out at them and I'm like, no, that's, or, or and I don't, right. I don't flip out. If I know them personally, I'm like, no, that's not. Offensive. But then I'm, right. then I take a step back. I'm like, oh, I don't want to offend that person. So I'm going to, I'm going to not say that. I'm of two minds for sure. One yeah. is, and this is actually, believe it or not, it's a spiritual idea. I think making fun of ourselves and making fun of everything is a powerful thing because I happen to believe spiritually that this is all sort of just like a song and dance. It's all just yes. a passing show. Yes. It's a, it's it's not really real. That's a good way to look at Your it. Your identity isn't real. No. Your, no, definitely not. None, nothing is real. Your country isn't real. Mm-hmm. Your politics aren't really real. It's all just sort of a construct. There's a theory that P.T. Cruz are the one real thing. That's so funny. You're funny. That was the time to come in with a joke because this is getting too stupid. But what I'm saying is when you make fun of me, it helps me take myself less seriously. Let me do that real quick me. then. When, um, during your podcast, um, I was, uh, someone was like about, at Montreal because we did it the day after the Netflix party. Yeah. And people were like, how was Pete's podcast? And I said, because we were all incredibly hungover. Um, because, oh, you were? Oh, yeah. I mean, same same Jane and I were, were sleeping backstage before beforehand. Hilarious. I think she was, it's hard to tell if she, when she's hungover. Or That's just, a good burn. Yeah. You didn't even mean it that way. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to tell, but I think she was hungover. That's um, hilarious. And then I, uh, I, I described, I said that it, it was a lot of fun. I said, but Pete's laugh when you're hungover is the opposite of Gatorade. That's really funny. That's a great roast joke. <laughs> See, I love that. But here's the here's the other side of it, right? Yeah. So I actually think churches, I would never do this. Churches would benefit from roasting themselves, roasting the pastor, roasting power structures. Absolutely. I would argue that Christ, Jesus, like you didn't know who I meant. Jesus. Um, oh, Christ. Okay, yes. It's like when you read the ingredients on the bottle of shampoo, it says water, parentheses, aqua. <laughs> I love the guy that's like, water? Oh, aqua. Aqua, aqua, aqua. I become Jeff Goldblum. Oh, aqua, yes. Oh, very nice. Worried real water. quick about Ooh. us mining, overmining Goldblum for his quirk. I think that it's going to run out. 
We're going to hit the bottom of that. Yeah. Ooh, yes, you hit the bottom. We're careening oh, towards a shortage. Yeah. Well, we have one debonair kind of guy out there that everybody <laughs> yeah. sort of enjoys. Um, yes. Oh, ooh, maybe yes. you wear like a cuff. Oh, maybe I play the piano, hit the black keys. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Look at this. Rock climbing kind of fingers. A little bit sharp. Yeah, look at my rock climbing. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to flirt fingers. with my wife of 15 ooh. years like we just oh, met. I take her out. Maybe ask her a question about her family yeah, like sure. I don't even know. Yes. And then you just erupt in flames. Oh, no. Jurassic Park is being rebooted and they don't want me oh wow <laughs> that was fun um so i can see the actual deep core belief of me that nothing if you're in your spirit nothing is offensive that means if you are detached which is all of buddhism all of hinduism and good parts of mystical christianity is you should not be taking any of this shit too seriously mm. as rumi says i walk through the market but i am not a purchaser right you're just kind of mm. yes i'm at the dmv but we're also on a space rock and what the fuck yeah right yeah so everything's game everything's funny when you're in that quiet place mm-hmm. i'm also can totally see i was just on a plane i was talking to not to brag i was talking to a guy <laughs> And he was talking about Chappelle's special, and uh, he was like, "I don't know, I just a white guy." He goes, "I like, I like offensive comedy. I think comedy's the best kind of comedy." And he was just kind of, I, I like, I liked him. I don't know why I'm giving him that voice. And this is something Val's helped me with. I was like, "Yeah, dude, we're straight white men. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, right. it's real easy for us to tiptoe through the tulips and be like, because when you say you're trying to give people joy, Val has helped me go." Which people? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's been a powerful question for for the community. And we're going through some growing pains when we go, what what numbers are you going for? Like, the are you going for the 99%? Because I just said, oh, trans is less than 1%. Well, then forget them. Let's go. Let's delight these and fuck these. You know what I mean? Like, we need to get better at being sensitive. And I can do that while at the same time going, like, everything's okay. And we should be sensitive. It's weird. It, it, yeah. I'm in the middle. Yeah. Well, and and I think that it, it, what how I find it inspiring is that it that abs- it really does push for uber creativity and absurdity. I agree. And I think that that that's why I want to do jokes about how the brain works. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I'm totally with you. I think that that's a, a, it's a good mechanism to make us have to kind of re rework what comedy because is. what is the hundred percent right that's what i'm saying like forget all these games that we're playing i don't say games in a in a mean way or a belittling way i'm just saying we all have our roles we all have our identities and we all have our jobs and we all have our clans and our groups and our areas and our families and all this stuff but what does everybody have and that's where silliness can come in everybody can enjoy silliness everybody can enjoy the feeling of being trapped in a meat puppet, that's everybody. Puppet. That's a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why um, I, I completely agree with your point. There's this weird kind of rock in our sandal that we don't know what to do with, which is like, I don't know if we all need to take our plugging our ears because a fire truck goes down bit. But in the trying to figure it out, the whole art form is sort of being forced Enhanced. to undulate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, And I think that's great. I do too. It's an evolution. And it's supposed to be painful. Growth is painful. It's tough. Childbirth is painful. Right. Puberty is awkward. It's not a flaw in the system. That's how growth happens. And yeah. we're in a voice cracking yeah. sort of like, um, yeah. Oh, what, what do I say yeah. to this 
is it pansexual? <laughs> like, you don't know, and that's good. Yeah. Fucking deal with it. But right. the problem with comedy is so much funnier when we, when we are cheeky and wild and, and, and have authority and, and sure-footed. How was the, by the way, in Montreal, the roast? I heard that you... My personal appearance agent said that you were unbelievable at the at the roast. Situation. It was really fun. Is that an is that an intoxicating? It, it it's a generous it's question. It's like you getting going down with the with the with with the bad boys. That's exactly right, and I think you're in a good position to understand that. Like I feel like I always have to tell people that I'm really good at roasts. Like I've known Jeff for a long time, and I'm always like. I'm really. I, I actually did never had to sell it to Jeff. I think he knew because we were always joking around. Um, Does he have a memory? Because he, he, he smoked so much weed. No, no. Just I, I, I just I always just kind of see him as just that's so. He does just look like a period at the end of a sentence, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I just never knew if he retained it for me. I, I just that's I never really so <laughs> not in a bad way. It's. I don't even think you mean it in a bad way, and it no. makes it funnier. <laughs> Does he have a memory? He doesn't seem like a memory. He Which seems is pretty Buddhist, just right? present. He's yeah. just like, yeah. I'm here just roasting. Yeah. I, to roast these children. I want to bring this back to you because I feel like I'm talking a lot, and you're so interesting. But to answer your generous question, I love roasting. Yeah. It's a huge thrill. It is like boxing or something thrilling yeah. that I don't normally get to do. It, it it enlivens me. Like yeah. I go out in almost like a Def Jam way. You get wet. I'm I get wet. I'm tearing everybody. I'm roasting the you audience. Swamp the bench. I'm roasting the judges, and I'm I get blood. And I couldn't go to bed until like f- I didn't go to bed. I, I was just up until my flight. Wow. So it's like this crazy rush. Wow. On the spiritual tip, though, it's a tricky thing when I go into roast mode. Mm-hmm. It's a different mode. So for me, and we're getting into the God part, so this is kind of a good transition. To me, spirituality isn't about a set of beliefs. It's a lens through which you look at the world. Yeah. And if I'm going around through the world going like, we're all in this predicament together. Yeah. We're all kind of trapped in meat puppets. It's all a game. We're just on a space rock. When in doubt, zoom out. Like, this is just, this mm. is funny. Mm-hmm. This is a cosmic joke. But we're in it together. Yeah. And it, we're steeping in mystery. That's a worldview. And that changes how you see the world. When I start looking at everybody and being hypercritical of what they're wearing and oh, what their face looks yes. like. It tra- trains your brain. In the- yeah, yeah, yeah. I be- Eckhart Tolle, again, name check twice. He's like, look, by being clever, like by being in your brain, you might be more clever, but you're kind of losing your birthright of a vibrant, present, colorful, vivid, vivacious, sexy, loud bright life like a present moment experience so i can find because i've tasted both when i'm in hardcore funniest pete there can be mode i'm not necessarily living my best life it's my funniest life of course right like come on around if you want me to make fun of your shirt absolutely but it robs me of the richness of the moment because i'm thinking about the moment instead of being in the moment and this is why eckhart tolle is not very funny he can be he can make me laugh because he's being very wise but he's not ever going to be like look at your shirt it looks like fruit striped gum rejected a flavor That's a good joke. See, I kind of went into it. Yeah. But what, thank you for asking. What, what are your thoughts about that? When you're thinking, About roasting Eckhart Tolle? No, when you're, th- when you're thinking, you seem to understand what I was saying. When, when you're living from your head versus, for lack of a better term, your heart, your present. I like heart because your heart is what? It's involuntary. It's just being. You know what I mean? You don't think about pumping your Well, that's your how I... I don't know if this is related at all. I mean, uh, uh, well, I definitely agree with the... the Tell me at just your, what you at your funniest, at, at your funniest, um, 
at what cost is is is, is a thing you know like mm-hmm. um, i find that sometimes when i'm like doing the best it's like I, a lot of other things have fallen completely i think away. this is what they mean when they say sell your soul oh yeah absolutely devil at the crossroads yeah and um I when I I first of all I don't really write that much. I just kind of I treat it like a crock pot. Like I'll get like an idea and I'll just like make a little note of it and then that that like I'll sit down like we're crock potters. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't like like the 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 was it the war of art or whatever where you sit down and you write morning pages every oh, day and that type of thing. The artist way. Artist way. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um. I mean, I did that for a while, but I, I, that's that's not. We all tried it. That's how we know it's not for us. <sighs> yeah. I think that yeah, there's a um, like saving something for yourself too is also important. That <laughs> Lauren Michaels, he goes, even a prostitute saves a part of herself, and I know that's kind of like yeah. not sensitive to sex workers, but he said it. Yeah, but that's the that's the idea of I don't kiss. It's like absolutely you can have sex with me, but I'm going to save this. That's sort of like with Val. It's like there's a certain type of show that only she gets and i'm proud of that and only lila will get and yep. only my friends get like real private time and 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 the audience will get like a 99 percent version of that right and that's why it's good to have a separation and, and in our industry it's very difficult or our job is very difficult too because you want to be your most authentic you on stage but then if you're giving people you it's still a projection of yourself and it's not like it's not the, the full you and so right. so i like it's why I don't have a podcast, uh, not uh, because I want to save. I understand. Like I can't get. Like I want. Uh, I feel like I would be completely. I would feel completely bankrupt because I would feel like I would. You'd be wholly uploaded. I like to have conversations <laughs> off offline that are funnier than things said on stage. Sometimes, yeah. Even though the career part of my brain is like the miser, you know, that is like you're t- you're you're. If Val was in the room, she would be like, "This is a, the conversation that we're having all the time, yeah. which is I'm an achiever, yes, and everything's for an achievement, yes, and everything's about getting it done. And mm-hmm. and if someone tells me something, I'm the friend that goes like, "Well, this is how you can make that into a podcast. This is the book version. This is the movie version. I think I know a, a person you should talk to." And like it's it's hard for me, and it's the work of my life is to go like. Sometimes it's just a fucking coffee. You know what I mean? Sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. Sometimes it's 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 like a very male thing. Um, her parents say, which I think is really cool. They go, "Is this a fix it or a feel it?" Which I think is really great. Meaning, yeah. like, because men often will try and fix things, and sometimes it's like, "Is this a fix it or a feel it?" Am I just supposed Ooh. to like feel this with you? Yeah, right. And that's me. I have to go like, "Is this a turn it into money, or you just want to fucking waste my life?" <laughs> <laughs> Those are my choices. Yeah. Sorry, are we wasting time or are we turning in but this that's into good because first of all, being friends with a lot of artists that are not very successful is one of the most exhausting things in the world because yeah. uh, if, if, I wish that there was like a, a day program they could all be a part of or something, you know. You might be like me. I think are you, do you think you're an achiever? That's a yeah. thought oh, hugely, right out of my brain. Hugely. It's a hugely. thought right. Out. I stay up at night. One of the things I do is I think of people yeah. and I tweak and fix their career. I change what they wear. Yes. I change what they would do. My friends have me uh, pick out clothes for them online. Buddy. Yeah. The difference between you and me and, is no one asks old miser Holmes up on <laughs> in his mansion on the hill alone with the cracking lightning. Old miser going, Holmes. You know what you should open with? <laughs> like, get, I had to stop doing it. Yeah. I'm an advice person, though. I like advice. If you told me, like... Uh, again, Kevin Neely was like, you should get these pants one size smaller. I was like, thank you. Really? You I made told- a style? Wow. Well, yeah, but I said I tried them on and you could see my ding dong. Maybe that's not the worst thing. 
Is that what we want? We want people to see our dings? Um, I don't know. See, I, I yeah. think it could go there. I okay. think, I think, you know where I think every, everything's headed? Bolo ties, asexuality. Bolo ties, I don't know what those look like. Like a, the like strings. A, like a sheriff. Like a, like a, like a big gem two, and two strings. You think that's where we're going? Yeah. I know that's where we're going. I believe you. Between the two of us, one of us leading, one of us following. So, but wait, what were we talking about? Are we talking about okay, um, being goal oriented? Yeah, yeah. And and I, I right now have, as I'm getting older, am trying to salvage, um, uh, fix it or feel it. Too, we were talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to be more of a whole person because it is so easy. To and that's just, why you don't want a podcast. You're yes. right in my alley. Yeah. I, even though we're on my podcast right now, I'm just saying we're what the, we're what. <laughs> The question of how much of this are we uploading? Yeah. How much of this? Because you see it. Like uh, I, we were talking when we watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which you saw probably this part. No spoiler here. Leo DiCaprio is an actor who had it. And then you're like, even when you have it, you have to keep chasing this it. Like, yeah, I right, know right, right, right. you need a white whale. So few people that are just like, it's enough. Then uh, I'm writing a new book and I'm like, one of the titles I'm kicking around is always enough because people say it's never enough. I'm like, or it's always enough. Like it's such a, a nice little shift. Or are you saying that the people that you, that you know that have been like, Oh, I've done enough. And they know, no, no, no. Right. Almost everyone I know has done, even the people that have done great things. Yeah. So that what we were talking about, Val and I, after the movie, I was like, Gene Hackman, when he did Royal Tenenbaums, I think I, I'm going to make it Owen Wilson just because it's fun. I don't know who it was. Someone was like, do you ever worry you'll never work again? Yeah. And Gene Hackman says, and he's done 75 movies. He's like, you've done 75 movies. Wow. Wow. You've done 75 movies. It's not a good impression, but we're enjoying <laughs> no, the wow's trying. good. The wow's wow. good. Wow. Wow. So um, my nose, what's it doing? Um, <laughs> he says that. Yeah. But we love it. Yeah. We love that nose. Yeah. Jesus. That's yeah. why I'm like, when Jagged. we're trying, when we're trying to like, everybody's trying to see what worked and then the industry always tries to copy it. I'm like, what of giving people what they didn't know they wanted? Oh, and, you know what and I'm the, saying? And, and your audience never knows what they want. They think they That's want right. you to do the old bit, That's but right. they don't. But everyone's going like, you know what goes viral? If you vape during the interview. Yeah. And it has to be 15 seconds. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are always playing catch up. Yeah. People don't know what they want. You fucking tell them what they want. People bring or you me. you show them something and see if they want it. That's right. They bring me in for meetings a lot. And, and for the, to, to be like, Chris, we love that last video that you made that went by. Like, it got a lot of views. We love that. What's the next thing? that you're doing we want we want to do it and yeah then i'll tell them what it is i'll tell them the next video and and they'll be like mm, we okay. want you to do what no, you no no and then that video will get a lot of uh, uh hits and then i'll meet with sometimes the same people and they'll be like that last video amazing we want to do something like that and it's like oh guys but i i told That's, you about that i just did a talk at a, a variety summit where i was like we can't lose the magic of this. That we're kids with flashlights under our bed sheets reading comic books. We're dreamers. Yeah. You, and you're, you're turning it into the Pepsi challenge. And the Pepsi <laughs> challenge, do you remember? You're not as old no, as No, no, I do remember the Pepsi but there's challenge. There's the Coke and Pepsi, and Pepsi always won. Yeah. Right? Because Pepsi's sweeter. This is Malcolm Gladwell's point. So if you take one sip of Coke and one sip of Pepsi, His, Malcolm will, Gladwell's point was that Pepsi is sweeter? It is. Yeah. And okay. that's why I won the Pepsi challenge. Got it. But if you need to have a glass of it, yeah. you will always pick Coke. Because you don't want two sips of Pepsi when you could have like a whole glass of Coke. Oof. It's crazy. So this is what I'm saying is you can't go with the data. If you're saying like podcasts need to be five minutes long now, 
Because right. millennials are only watching clips. It's like, guys, you're Pepsi challenging it. Exactly. You're saying what's sweet and what works. And that's what all development people are doing. They're and chasing all artists have always said, no, you didn't know you wanted this, but I dreamed so deep last night that I spelunked into the spinal cord of my grandmother and I found the kernel, like inception of a dream in a vault with a flower and it made me think of this absurd, wonderful thing that will go viral for no reason that your numbers can explain because yeah. it's sex, you fucking idiots. And yeah. everything in this industry so often is just trying to make that dream happen again instead of giving people like you think anyone's telling Noah Baumbach what to do you think anyone's telling Wes Anderson what to do yeah. or Quentin Tarantino or any of these or Nolan yeah. these are the people that have been given the this, the license to dream and everyone else yeah. is going Chris Fleming that last video went viral it was called uh, putting on my shoes in the shower yeah. could you put your belt on in the shower right right get out of here you fucking idiots <laughs> if know. you were me You'd be me, and then flick a lit cigarette at them, and then moonwalk in your awesome shoes out. <laughs> My feet would come out. Double birds. I know they would, and leave them, because yeah. that's the move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they look for you like Cinderella. That'd be funny. I'd leave your shoes in a meeting. Okay, thank you, guys. A bad meeting. <laughs> which, are, which are every... I've never had a good meeting. All the meetings, I've and you never, left your I've shoes. never enjoyed a, a meeting. Man, I get so worked up about that. I'm also grateful. This is not backtracking. I'm grateful to these people that are trying to make things work because that's also what I am. People out there, yeah, I know. And you and I sound like those types of people because I, I have friends that are far too weird and spelunked far too down the spinal cord of their grandmothers. And I'm like, can we just turn the volume up on this and turn the volume down on that? And then people might watch it because you're freaking me out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like oh, okay, or yeah. you, or you're losing, not freaking me out, but you're losing me. I'm not laughing anymore. Yeah, and I think I'm a pretty yeah. open laugher. Yeah, and we want you people are. to watch this in in Iowa City or whatever. I'm, mm-hmm. just, I'm saying that's like a regular place, not a boring place. Well, both those both those examples of people trying too hard and people trying uh, to be abstract or hiding behind abstraction and people trying too hard to be trendy is both working from here and Instead not of the heart. And, and not from like the inspired we're back zone. to that that's what i yeah. mean like the, the so many of the greatest things we, we're back to authenticity are naturally occurring things that's why when we say the heart we mean the involuntary part which also means that there's a lot of time i think that or artists should not be producing art as well you mean they should be taking breaks or just living and then like i yeah, agree i think that this i think that's something i've been trying to work on the last couple of years I've as I've gotten older, I think I've gotten better at everything yeah. I'm doing, and I think it That's has the best a, lo- a big part to do with the fact that I used to perform every single night. I think there was a time for that. Wow! And now I perform two, three times a week, tops. That's still really good. I know, and it's not always. And I just took a twelve day vacation and didn't do shit. Yeah. Did you feel guilty? Not at fucking all. <laughs> no, no. And I have friends that still won't do that. Oh God! And, and uh, you know. We I haven't said it for a while, but you got to live a life worth telling jokes about. And doing stand up too often, you just get in the loop of yourself too. You don't want it's a special thing. Yeah, you should be a little bit excited. Yeah, I don't want it to be my fifth set of the night. There was a time I did when I was trying to learn how to do it. Of course, but at a certain point, I want the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. There would be a time like if I had an important show, I'd try to book a show before that show. It's like no. Yeah. Get the nerves in the mix. Get the adrenaline. Get the excitement. Do you dry heave before shows? I used to. I do. do. Oh, yeah. You still do? I I feel uh, like if I don't, that it's going to be a bad show. Wow. See? Sometimes people say, are you nervous? And I go, just the right amount. (laughs) Because you don't want to be not nervous. No. 
I want to see if you could get that up to a wet heave. <laughs> and then you'd have the special that really... Oh, a sloppy heave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get I some w- slop out? Just a moist heave. Okay. <laughs> so, so, see, now we're in a car. It's always a dry heave. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really dry in there? <laughs> could I put a match out? <laughs> then it's wet. Brother? His mustache goes, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. And on, the, and on the car, too. And then I... On the we, bumper. What's that? The mustache <laughs> goes. It's an old Lyft. Remember when Lyft <laughs> oh, was yeah. trying to do that? That never really caught on, did it? No. Yeah. It's like a podcast. <laughs> Starting a podcast, if you ever do it, which you won't, which you will, <laughs> JK, <laughs> is like Lyft. You always start high concept. <laughs> All our cars have mustaches. And then eventually you're just like, we're just talking. All roads lead to the middle. What do you believe? That's a Springsteen quote, I think. Is it? Someone. My favorite. To Shelley Duvall. I'm just kidding. My favorite Springsteen lyric is, When we were on that dock with big bags of wheat, and we were tossing them into a ship, and I had some chains, and I threw them in a pickup truck, and the dust puffed up when they fell. And I looked at a picture of my baby, and I'm called my mom from a payphone in the rain. And I live in New Jersey, and it's hard to work, but I got to. I haven't had a real job since I was 19, but I sing for you. <laughs> I love, and the chorus, the chorus is, I'm no D.D. Like a designated driver. Oh my god, I'm no DD. That's that's it slows down. I'm always fascinated with the fact that George Clooney is getting paid fifty million dollars to pretend to be a dentist, and dentists watch it and love it. And it's like he's not you. And when Springsteen is like, when your back is broken, could you haul in some crates? And it's like this guy has an Alexa in his house that is yeah. a woman named Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when he goes, Alexa, play Hollow Notes, she puts on a vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not you. Yeah. He doesn't even lift his own guitar. That's right. He has several roadies that put it into his arms. <laughs> it's like when, when John Mayer is like, your body is wonderland. And they're like, he's singing to me. He's like, he's ha- having sex with nine of you after the show. You it know, can't be the, uh, the romance you think it is. The, one of the actual most hilarious Bruce Springsteen lines in any song is in Thunder Road. And it's, and women, I saw him, him do it live and I saw women go bananas for it. He goes, you ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. And that's all right tonight. And everyone's like, oh, my. Every musician, Bob Seger, we've got tonight. Who needs tomorrow? They all have the like, you're you're good enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Boise. (laughs) Let's get it wet. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's the first draft. (laughs) And Dave Matthews says, Tonight, let's be lovers. Tomorrow, goodbye. Like, the first draft was like, and no, let's not exchange numbers, because I don't need you texting me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in a relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're having fun. What time is it, Katie? Uh, 2.15. Shit. We have 15 hard. Great. Val's got to go at 2.30. Great. I knew you were going to be the best. When you did the live one, people were like, get Chris on. Really? Yeah. Not Alonzo Bowden. Not a big uproar for Bowden. 
Bowden said, <laughs> "Just kidding." He kept saying, "No, no, about me." He kept saying, he, "Oh, he, I thought, I thought no, you were burning him." I wasn't talking him. shit like about people Bowden. weren't asking for Bowden. No, no, no. And then no. I yes and it, it no. felt bad. No, 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 Alonzo, no, no. you are invited. No, I, I meant that that I would say something, and he'd be like. I really like you. Oh, you seem like a cool guy, Chris, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Hilarious. Sam J on that episode blocked five questions in a row. Do you remember? Oh, I was yeah. like, how do you write? She and said, she don't goes, be that guy. Don't be that guy. And I go, you seem like uh, you remind me of Patrice. She goes, people always say that, but I don't know Patrice. I didn't like Patrice. I go, Weren't you divorced? She's like, I don't want to talk about spiking that. Spiking with it's a badminton five racket. in a row. I go, Sam, I don't know that much about you. Oh, and then I go like, she said her grandmother had all those kids, and I was like with the same man, and she like, I thought I she, offended her, yeah, she and I was that like, on you. I'm like, I I don't have anything. She yeah, she said something about her. I love uh, her, by the way. I think well, she's, she's so funny, fucking hilarious. She's always been so confident. Like, uh, even when I first met, like she she. She never also just says hi. She's always like, she, you, I always see her in like a frenzy. She's always like, where's my goddamn wallet? Hi, Chris. I, and it's like one of those hilarious. Like every, she's, there's always like a, some kind of conflict. That's, that, see, that's one of those things I have to be like, not everybody is a fucking weirdo like me. Like you can't go around assuming everyone's like me and is like, no. yeah, my grandmother had a lot of husbands. You're like, right. like that's not right. That's not everybody. Right. And she's and so. I was imagining you saying that on all fours. You know, human men weren't allowed. No, I mean on your knees. Like with ass, I'm talking ass up. Ass up? Ass on the knees. <laughs> Allowing anyone who wants Inviting to. Inviting a spank. Oh, Inviting I thought it was someone. penetration. <laughs> oh, no. No, just a spank. Just a hard firm. Just a paddle. Not too hard. Yeah. I sort of wish I was into more things because there's a lot of things that I'm just not into. Are there anything sexually that you're just not into? Oh, yeah. Like my beehole, not to be weird. I'm very American Eagle when it comes to sex. Yeah, my beehole is just not a pleasure zone for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I've said this to Val, not that she's like dying to get in that beehole. <laughs> but I'm like, I wish, I wish, like whatever people are getting. That's weird out that you said. It. I actually, when I came into the house, I did see her looking at a desktop image zoomed in of your. Oh, my, that of was your, me. Of your. Of your tush from behind in pants, and she was, and she was, fr and she was frothing like like Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah, she, she was a cauldron. Yeah, and oh she my was. God. Yeah, she seemed to, to want to get in She's there. She's doing a spell to yeah voodoo. If we could get more nerve endings in there or something, or fewer, <laughs> I don't know what it needs. It needs it needs an adjustment. Do you ever get massages? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have clits in my back. There are some spots. Back clits. There's some spots if you touch, it's yeah. like this like excruciating pleasure pain. Here's the closest I've gotten. Yeah. If I get very dry skin anywhere on my body, but mm -hmm. let's say it is in a sensitive area. Okay. And you get really hot water on it. I'm like, oh, <gasps> oh my now God. Now we're talking. I got a poison that is, rash. That's orgasm. That's, I, that's the feeling of an orgasm. It's, be I, I, it's better. I miss having this poison oak rash that I had because late at night yeah. I would turn on scalding, piping yeah. hot water, and I would put it under yeah. drool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it must I'm glad be better I than heroin. This. I it must be, or this, or on par, because it was the best feeling I've ever had in my entire life. I had a very dry patch of skin on my nards, and I put it in the hottest water in the shower, and I think I cried a little bit. Yeah, and I was like, I "What that. is this? What? <laughs> what is? I don't know how to explain this to anyone." No, it's your poison oak feeling because you. Because I can't scratch the oak. Yeah, but putting it on, it's like it's the oh. same thing as flossing too deep on purpose. Mm. 
<laughs> you ever get or cleaning your ear a little too deep? Oh. It's all these like hidden clits. Whenever I clean my ear after a while, it's always like um, ear, I ear, I, ear, I imagine. Sorry, I thought this was whose line. <laughs> you were doing it, and you were ear, yeah, ear, you were my Ryan Styles. Yeah, yeah, I'll Styles it. I, I'll I'll mockery it. Wow, everybody would go Wayne Brady. You went Styles than mockery. Oh, well, Wayne Brady would do like a country music version of well, it. Well, I'm clean my ear with a Q-tip because I gotta take a big trip. And, and, and when you're in high school, you're like, how is he doing this? Yeah. Isn't it kind of sad? Like sometimes when I watch stand up, I used to feel like, how are yeah. they doing this? And yeah. now I'm like. It's like enjoying Garden State. It's like the Polar Express bell. Oh my God. Yeah. Now I watch Garden State and I'm like, he's being so. This is so deliberately. Um, and I, I think ZB. He's would, like a philosophy major, like smoking weed for the first time. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. And I think ZB would ag- agree. ZB. Zach Braff. When it cuts, oh, ZB. so ZB, if you ever want to come on the P- PC, um, when it cuts to the guy in the suit of armor at the breakfast table, yeah, I'm like, yeah. why would he be wearing the armor off hours? Off hours, you Absolutely. put that on at the job. You do it because you're making an indie film. That's right. Where you're going for the not laugh, but you're going for the quirk. The quirk. You're going for the lost. Quirk. What did you say? Lost in absurdism or something? You said something like shrouded by your own. Well, that sounds nice. I think I upgraded it. Like that app that'll help you with your emails. There's always an ad for an app that helps you with emails. It's really? Like, Wordly helps you with your writing. You want to see the only app that I have? Is it the Chris Fleming Tour app? <laughs> nope. It's even better. You have one app? No, I don't, but I like to pretend that I do. Crow sounds. Oh, my God. And it recreate has eight different realistic crow sounds. <laughs> Wait, that's that's what you hear. Wait for it. That's what you hear when I'm on my mansion on the hill. I think that comedian would have more success if he leaned into the one-liner nature of his routine. This one needs to be on Instagram. Every day, three posts minimum. Val, behold my asshole. That is the sound Val makes when she sees my asshole. <laughs> she actually did see it last night. I think it was a first. I was rolling. Online. It was online, and I was on ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, you were rolling. Um, God? Yeah. Do you believe in anything? I do, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you do? Wow. Oh, yeah. One? A god, a god, yeah, a god. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well, I no, no, no. I, I'm not like. I mean, I, wow, me, Chris. I'm I was, <laughs> I was, um, I was raised Catholic, and so yeah, I, I, I'm an avid prayer. I don't go to church that often, but I am an avid prayer, especially during times of conflict. Tzoc, yes. Uh huh. So you still believe? I love, I love it. And how do you, how do you, uh, picture it? How do you commune with it? What is your idea? What is your I think feeling? we briefly talked about that. I th- uh, yeah, we it's, did. It's like, for me, it's trying to be having gratitude for literally everything, good and bad. That's and, it. And just saying like, you know, thank you for that. I just wrote yeah. that down today because I put it in the calendar. My parents are coming to visit. Yeah. So I put in the calendar the dates they're coming to visit. Yeah. Don't resist. Become one with it, with the moment. Ah. Hi, Mama. Hey. 
You're on the pod. Hello. I'm Chris. Nice, nice to meet you. Oh, my you. God. It's like the sun itself walked in. Yep. Yes. I'm honored. Yes. I'm deeply <laughs> honored. Thank it was real. You. I live that. Yeah. Yeah. As have I. Yeah. You go into your thing, mm-hmm. and she's down. Did she just go down? She went down like 30 minutes ago, so you should have some time. Okay. I love you so much. Have fun. I'll see you Bye. in a couple nice hours. Nice to meet you. <laughs> okay. You're my favorite. She's my favorite. That's very sweet. She's very cool. Do you want to swap? <laughs> Yeah, dude. You know me. <laughs> you know me. Always up for the swap. You want to swap? I thought you never asked. Is there anything grosser than a gay? I don't know how to say it except to just say it. You want to swap? <laughs> eye roll. You can't see an eye roll on a podcast. So this is sounding familiar. Oh, being grateful for everything. And I was saying be one with the moment. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, right. Just saying this is what's happening. Well, oh, oh, real, I'm yeah, sorry. Go real ahead. This being, is your time. being one with the moment also, in terms of shows, I, if you're being... Oh, I thought that was my crow sounds. The baby bees on the podcast. That's good. Oh. Oh, look, she's up. She's up. You're on the podcast. That's what I... I do that, too. Do you really? I say you're beautiful. I I like to say more often, I go, you're powerful. Yeah. Oh, you're powerful. Isn't that... That's. I think that's what we all want, is power, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's the only real dread. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so Leah's kind of sleeping. Yeah. She actually has an unblinking gaze right at me. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yeah, she started snuggling. Like, this is new. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's taken 11 months, and I don't know if that's normal or not, but, like, now she'll lean her head on you and rest. Oh. And she'll also, like, sit on the couch and just, like, stay there as opposed to, like, constantly having Bobbing to, over. like, look for things and touch things. She'll just kind of, like, relax. The eyes of a baby. I know. Oh, my God. It's also... It's also makes, my, makes my Kachava eyes look like a smoker's. Mm. <laughs> callback. That's a two-hour callback. Just because of all the bad things we've seen, you know? As Dwight Slade said, don't count birthdays, count dark angels. Oh, my God. In my eyes. Yeah. I know she's it's like, so... it's like, a, like, a, like a child's vomit, not to be too gross. It's like, it's, it's, it's so pure, it's not even disgusting. No, it's the same. 30 or 40 years of just... Yeah. Heinous. It's the same with our poop. Like when you're pooping, you're pooping today's poop and there might be like a 10-year-old nugget in there. It's really gross, but her poop is like not very gross. Yeah. I put it in a taco sometimes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I like to just put it in a taco. Oh, she's snugging so good. I, I, I hate to be counting, but I haven't seen a blink yet. Yeah, she doesn't blink. Oh, 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 cool, cool, cool. <laughs> well, she's got very wet eyes. <laughs> I don't know. Hi, baby girl. We're talking about you. Yeah, you can take it easy. It's you, different with a baby. When it was just us in the house, Pete, and I was um, using your bathroom, I um, I didn't want to lock the door because there's nothing more insulting than being wa- two people and locking. The- I know what you're saying. It's like who. Well, who do I think you're going to kick it down? Do I think you're going to try and big bad wolf your way in? <laughs> and at that point, because you know I'm in there, if you're try- the trying to get in is the 
that's it's already creepy. <laughs> that's that's the problem. It's on me. That's that relationship way. ruining right there. It's on me. Yeah. Uh, oh, we were talking about God. Yeah. Leela is a big part of that for me because she is aware and but she's not yet an identity. And I think that's really beautiful. Mm. So she's sort of in a I'm not putting you down, baby Lee, but it's it's more natural. It's more like a um a puppy or like a yeah. a bird or something. She just is here and she's not really thinking about being here. She hasn't had people at CBS describe who she is to her yet. That's right. And she yep. Oh, hi, baby girl. You want to be on the mic? No. Get her on the mic. Leela on the mic. Are you breathing? So what do you think happens when we die? Um, well, I, I, I think it's just, I don't, I don't, I think it's just like you, the, that moment of death, you look back on everything and you're like, oh, wonderful or not wonderful. And I think that's the difference between I think that's heaven oh. or hell. I think that's what it is. That's that's my idea of it. That's beautiful. What do you Sorry. think, baby girl? I some rabbis I met in Israel had a very similar idea. They were like, when you die, looking back and realizing you could have served good when you didn't is hell. And looking back, and it's the same, very similar idea. Do you think that for us will be realizing that we didn't intervene when Jeff Ross roasted those children at the live taping? Oh my God, you are too funny! Oh, <laughs> Like I can get her laugh. So cute. I'm rubbing her binky on her lips. Yes. What do you think of that? Um Yeah, you know what what's she's holding the mic. I know. Oh my god. You know what sort of trips me out sometimes is how we forget everything. Like every night we have these epic dreams. And as Terrence McKenna says, they're gone before our feet hit the floor. Mm. So that we have in us this capacity to forget huge swaths of events and happenings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so it's so likely in my mind that we die and then we're just back and we just don't remember. Like, Whoa, you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. that feeling like that, that sort of will make you take things a little bit more lightly is we think we accumulate all this stuff because there's all this evidence of us. There's all these memories, there's things written down, there's photographs, but we see how quickly it can all go away, which is probably why we're obsessed with chronicling everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm sort of like, I wouldn't be surprised if if this is my millionth time around. And yours too, baby girl. Well, that that does make sense because the, the hubris to think that we are individuals... That's right. Yeah. The narcissism and the hubris in, in religion is crazy. Right. Even the idea that you're like, God is watching me. She does that now. She puts one hand to her ear like a phone. Because we, we pick up everything and pretend like it's a phone. It's like, it's like conspiracy theorists who think like, That's right. the NSA is watching. It's like, it's like if, if Obama, or, or like back in the day, I was thinking, like if Obama, it, like you, your channel of what you're doing is like C-SPAN compared to what he could be watching. That's right. It's like. That's so <laughs> funny but i never realized the 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 narcissistic egocentric lunacy of like god is watching me god cares if i say fuck or shit yes and we would just be like well god is so big he can care about everybody at the same time yeah but i'm like we've built religious systems and afterlife reward systems that are like i was a good boy and that's the biggest deal to the creator of infinity and he cares that pete holmes was a good boy and he's going to give pete holmes an ambrosia enema 
because that's what he wants to be doing is building angels to give me an ambrosia enema because I'm the center of the universe. It's like, dude, zoom the fuck out. It's not about you. It's a collective. It's a collective. Drop it, drop it, drop it. Although I do feel the same way. I think you have to, in some way, to feel like, oh, I am... It is important if I'm good or bad in this moment. or The balance. Uh, yeah, and I, I think that's also the OCD in me. Sometimes I feel like if I don't say a certain thing a certain number of times, you know... Um, well, Catholicism is for you. Yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> she's unbelievable. I know, she's the greatest girl. I'm sorry, it's sort of hijacking it but we've been no. for two and a half hours so this no is it's sort such of, a wonderful the conclusion bonus yeah i mean it's Hi, it's a wonderful she addition katie she the energy katie you laughing you laughing oh she farted she farted we got your fart on the air and in the air <laughs> hello i love your blouse oh my god this is the best Yes. I wish this was a TV show just for this moment. You're doing so wonderfully. Just picture a really adorable tuna tuna fish sandwich. Yes. There you go. Oh. Here, can you hold the mic, Lee? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Seems like you're training her for for premium blend or something. Oh my god. Hilarious. Um, well, let's get out of here. What is the hardest time you've ever... Because you did talk about God on the live episode, I'm remembering. Mm. We got some of your goodness there. Unless, oh, bless, oh you. bless you. A test away. Unless you had a God thing you wanted to say. The last question is the hardest time you've laughed. Which did you answer that at the live show? No, no. Oh, good. Because I think the venue was trying to shut you down at the last sec. I think we had to... Yeah, we had to go. Yeah. Uh, the hardest time I've ever... I laughed really hard yesterday watching my dad put on sunscreen. Uh, <laughs> um, oh my God, the hardest I've ever laughed. Well, well, you tell me yours real quick and let me think. Oh yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, should, I forgot this was a podcast because <laughs> Leela's laying on my belly in between sentences and it's really cute. Um, well, the one that I always think of is at the Bowery Hotel is I said to... Val, I go, let's do something that's never been done, which is, that's a serendipity because that's in Garden State. State is. Plagiarism. Well, I always wish that Natalie Portman said, me refusing to play this game has never been done. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I went in the bathroom. It's trite. I was coming out, it is trite. Uh, but we were in a very silly mood and I came out of the bathroom with my pants at my ankles and I kind of came out doing a silly dance and I hit my head on the lamp by accident mr bean style by accident though and then i fell and she laughed so hard that she farted and then we both just laughed so hard yeah right but i always like to take people off the hook here it's not a good story in fact the sunscreen one is fine it doesn't have to be like and then i open the door and there's the butter no 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 No, i I guess there are times where i've laughed so hard it's been excruciating to to me She's taking it over. She's got the mic and she's talking. She's going to talk, Lee? She was about to unleash a manifesto, it seemed, of some kind. Leela. 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 Oh, yeah. The windshield wiper. Uh, oh. 
Oh my god. I think the hardest I ever laughed was my friend. Um, okay. Was um, my, my friend Blaine one time. He really cherished his sleep. And um, we, one, one day, we, we, he didn't want to get up at a certain hour. And it really, we had to do something at a certain hour. And so we, we, we went in and we, um, we put peanut butter toast on, <laughs> on his face. And he woke up in such a rage that we, we ran outside and we, we, we were in a car at the end of his drive when he came out with peanut butter on his face. And then he, he, he pulled his pants down and unironically was just starts bent over and started slapping both of his, his ass cheeks <laughs> while bent over. And there was something so simian about it. And, and desperate that I I just I yeah I think that is one of the, it, in anger? it was he was not going for comedy at all he was <laughs> he was a desperate man who could all all he could do was just slap reveal himself and slap his cheeks and that was Lila, is that funny <laughs> <laughs> do you like that Leela she'll laugh if you laugh sometimes. <laughs> Para para para. Have you done that laughing yoga before? I basically have done it on this show, but yeah. never in a group. Yeah, yeah. You want to fake laugh until we real laugh? <laughs> no. Ra- raise your hand when it's a real laugh. Ready? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let me catch my breath first. Okay. <clears throat> that's real for me too that got real we just mutually found it we mutually arrived baby lee you want to say keep it crispy (laughs) keep it crispy keep it crispy what can you believe she just keep it crispy can you believe her voice hey baby (laughs) yeah um Chris, this was a delight. Oh, One thank you so much for having me. a long me. time. I really appreciate you coming in. Oh, yeah. This was a delight for me as well. Thank you, Pete. Where, where, thank you, Katie. Where can we find you? Um, Obviously on the tubers. Webuyuglyhouses.com. We buy... <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> you are funny. Uh, yeah, you can find me online. Just look for you on if the you tours. Are you yeah, touring yeah. or anything? I'm doing a Largo show October 14th. Hey, fun. October 14th. Yeah. And you'll have to do my Largo show one of these days. I would love to You're do invited. that. Thank you. I okay. would love to. And that's every month. All right. I worked a plug in for myself. There we go. And Lila <laughs> wants to do some plugs. Oh. Yeah. So self-promo- it's time for self-promotion. Ba-ba-ba. Ah. Keep it crispy. Oh, man. They can't see this, but this is like so fascinating for all of us. She's well, kind of staring at kind of a like my eyebrows, not even my eyes right now. Oh, now it's above my head completely. I love it. She's yeah. into your hair. Yeah. Um, well, Chris, thank you. Thank you. Would you say keep it crispy? Oh, keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Baby Lee.